What's up, guys? Uh, sorry the show's a day late, but some things happened, so actually it's perfectly on time. It's almost like we knew. We didn't, but it's almost like we did. Um, that's what makes us us and, and the others the others, I suppose. But by now, most of us have started racking our brains about what Valentine's gift is truly going to make his or her special day. With 1-800-Flowers.com, it's really not that complicated. Rose... Ugh, excuse me. Roses from 1-800-Flowers are a no-brainer. Right now, when you order early, and it's about a week away from Valentine's Day, so not that early. It's about on time. But 1-800-Flowers has amazing deals on vibrant and romantic Valentine's rose bouquets, arrangements, and more, starting at just twenty nine ninety nine. That's right, 18 romantic red roses for $29.99. There are so many unbelievable deals from 1-800-Flowers, but you have to hurry. Roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and his or her amazement. Gorgeous Valentine's bouquets and arrangements starting at just $29.99. That's right, again, 18 romantic roses for just $29.99. It's an amazing deal, and it won't last long. Bouquet prices will be going up very soon, so take advantage today. Pick your delivery date and let 1-800-Flowers handle the rest. When it comes to Valentine's, I don't settle for anything less than my Rose Authority, 1-800-Flowers.com. To order Valentine's bouquets, arrangements, and more, starting at just $29.99, like 18 romantic roses for $29.99, Go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter code MICK. That's M-I-C-K. Order today and save at 1-800-Flowers.com. Code MICK. Also, February isn't just about one supersized football game. On Spotify, there's thousands of free sports podcasts that agonize over the preseasons, off-seasons, and plain old regular seasons of nearly every sport imaginable. Basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, curling, and even hurling. Yes, that is a sport. It's an Irish sport. It's a brutal sport. It's like if lacrosse were played by uh, not preppy rich white kids, but instead uh, like hulking Conor McGregor's. Uh So it's cool, cool as hell. Now, it's so easy to stay updated with the latest trade rumors, predictions, and scorching hot takes from from some of your favorite game's biggest names. So take it one episode at a time and give 110% of your attention to the thousands of free sports podcasts on Spotify because the best offense is a good podcast. That's a... That's a, a... an ad for Spotify, but it also seems like an ad for our competitors. So go to Spotify and just listen to us there. Pardon my take. Spitting chiclets. Uh, Zero Blog 30. Section 10. Those ones. Listen to those ones on Spotify. Our competitors, meh. Spotify, good guys. Our competitors, not so much. Buying tickets can be complicated and confusing. But there's a simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event, whether you're catching your favorite musician on tour, shopping for the perfect gift, or searching last-minute deals to see your favorite team. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. Nothing beats being there in person for the biggest plays of the year, and SeatGeek will help get you closer to the action for a great value. 
I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, my listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code TAPE today. That's promo code T-A-P-E for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So yeah, we're here discussing the Tobias Harris trade. Uh, we also have Dana on the show and talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Uh, that's the thing we do here. So see you later. Yo. What's up? How's it going, pal? Not too bad. What's up with you, fella? I just got... I just took the Boston to New York train for the second time in 24 hours. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. How was it, Bray? Uh, I mean, it was like many, many people. Yeah. Typical parade. (laughs) I don't know, like... I don't know if people think this might be the last one or or what, but it was uh, a ridiculous showing for, like, the sixth time in 17 years. Hey, man, it's like that tweet. Everybody, uh, One day, all you and your your boys went outside to play for the last time, and you didn't even know. Yeah, that so, tweet so fucks you, me up every time. Correct. So, yeah, no, there's somebody, there's the guy that's, like, 62. Like, he saw all the... Like thirty more years of terrible than you, and then the good, and he's still like, I don't know, man. Brady could go south at any minute. I'm gonna soak this one in. Right. Yeah. No. So I, uh, I definitely respect everyone coming out to, to just bask in the collective glory. It wasn't like even with like the Red Sox parade, it wasn't as. Like, the, the players weren't acting as crazy. Brock was getting there towards the end of it, but everyone else was pretty reserved for the most part. Well, yeah, football's a sport for the class. You have often, it's often. <laughs> said that for years, decades even. It is something everyone knows, so it doesn't. It shouldn't have surprised me as much as it, it did. Uh, but pretty much since, like, 10 a.m. on Super Bowl Sunday, I've gotten about like seven combined hours of sleep. Sounds about right. And two of those hours are like train hours, like just on the train, my body just being like, all right, that's enough. So not even like real sleep. So last night I finally went to sleep after like everything had ended. And like there, were, there was basketball on, but I was just like, Celtics are playing the Cavs. I'm not really too worried about it. And then I wake up. And a thing happened at, I think, 2.30 in the morning the news came out. Oh, yeah. Which is an outrageous. Elton Brand does not deal on normal people time. He doesn't care about the rest of us. You know what's really why I, like, woke up. Like, I I saw it was, like, 23 minutes later because I woke up and couldn't sleep and checked the phone. I was like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> I, was like, did I, I was like, did I miss that from last night? I was like, oh, no, this literally just happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what do you think? I I love it for the Clippers. 
I like it for the Sixers. I love it for the Clippers. Okay, talk about it. I just like for the the Clippers. They opened up. I don't know if it's max cap space, but I feel like they can get close to now. And it didn't sound like Tobias Harris was going to stay, or and it didn't sound like they wanted him to stay at the number that he wanted. So, right. They got. I'm trying to see how many all picks did they got? Like three picks, didn't they? Uh, one was a second. One, one was a second rounder. They got Philly 2020 and that Miami 2021 pick. Okay. I yeah, like that. The 2021 pick might be good. Like Shamit is a piece, and I mean Chandler Muscala or whatever. But it sounds like they're just gonna not make the playoffs because that that gives their pick to y'all this year, right? If they miss the playoffs, they keep it. Oh, I thought if they made it, if they... No, uh, no. If they miss it, they keep it. Yeah, let me see. Where are they in the standings now? They're the eight seed. Got you. Huh. Yeah, so uh, I guess it's like, well, let's see if we can. If we can't, uh, then we won't. How about that? Yeah, I, I mean, it's a pick that, like, this draft stinks. So all of a sudden, like, when the Celtics owned it, it was like, oh man, this this pick is useless. And now everything I woke up to seeing was like, look at Jerry West playing playing multi-dimensional chess. Now he's got this massive asset to get Anthony Davis. Like, all right, let's this pick was dog shit twelve minutes ago. What are we talking about? Wait, which pick? The thirteen pick. The oh. Yeah, no, that one's gonna stink. Stink. Like I but the Miami pick I've heard from Sixers fans routinely is this this uh, godfather offer type pick alone, which uh, Miami just seems to be stuck in that perpetual eight seed mode. So I don't know if that's just like a lock to be like a, a a very high pick. Yeah, but even then, it's like this is when this is like year two of those contracts, right? You know what I'm saying? Year four, they might not even be like again. They're the eight seed now, but they're below five hundred. So I, if you're trading another three months of Tobias Harris for that pick. Uh, that's home and Shamit. Like, again, Sham- like he's, he's something like they definitely, like that's just another piece, a cheap piece. They freed up some, I want to see that the Clippers cap space now, because I feel like they're going to have cap space. And if I have to choose between two historically inept franchises in the two biggest markets, I would pick the Clippers over the Knicks. Definitely. Definitely. I'm not trying to say it's not a good trade for the Clippers. It's just if that pick were so valuable, then either Elton Brand's uh, gone off the handle and wasted it on three months of Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like, I, like, I don't know. It's just not. It's, it's just so far away that it's hard to have a ton of value on it right now. See that's why I like really like it for the Clippers because right. again like, I do too. Ugly, yeah like because again it's going back to like the Knicks because these are the two teams that like cap space cap space and it's like okay well the Clippers have a new owner that is willing has shown he's willing to spend money the Knicks do not the Clippers have like Jerry West I don't know who's like the actual GM but like they have what appears to be a competent front office. Correct. So it's like, okay, like we can hold that. It's like Danny Ainge. He's like, okay, I'll pick up a pick four years down the line because I'll be here. It's like, we'll just, 
hold this. And now, like, their cap situation is beautiful. Yeah. Good Lord. Like, the only... After this year, they have one year of Gallinari, a team option for Avery Bradley. Yeah, good luck, bud. <laughs> uh, Montreal Harrell for $6 million, which you could easily move if you needed to, and Lou yep. Williams for $8 million, which you could easily <laughs> move if you needed to. Shea Gojas-Alexander, who you could easily move if you wanted to. And, yeah, Jerome Robinson's the worst contract on their books after this summer. And what does he make, like $3 million? 3.5. Give him some credit. Yeah. So it's like I did like like the Philly pick it might not be anything, but if they're like, Okay, Gallinari's fine, but we, we need to get off his money right now. Yeah, we'll attach that. Yeah, here you go. Take it. Like we we we're not gonna miss this. We'll get off that that one year and they'll basically have let's see, like seventeen million dollars committed. Like that feels like two max space. Two max yeah, because I feel like even before this, they already had one max space because they were talking about Kawhi just signing there outright. So yeah, right. definitely, it definitely feels like they can add at least two guys, the minimum. Thing, yeah, see, I feel like I guess the thing now is they they can't trade for AD, which I would be fine with because would you, you cut out for a second? Would you say I didn't say anything? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I guess it would be like they definitely don't have the money to make it work unless it's Gallinari going back, right? Yeah, that's a, it. Would basically, have to be those people. Like, probably, yeah, everything they got really Gallinari for money. Probably Lou Will, Harrell, Shea, Shea, the Miami uh, pick, and the Miami pick, and probably mm-hmm. a Clipper pick, right? Which, yeah, I'm, I'm not thrilled. If I'm the Pelicans, <laughs> it's not, it's not, uh, I mean, it's, com- I'd say it's comparable to the Lakers offer. Uh, the, well, the thing I'll say, this is like, we said it and we've seen it. These guys keep going for less than you think. So right. like, it might be enough. Like they might be able to be like, don't you want Jerome Robinson? You've seen Shea, you know, he's good. You haven't seen Jerome Robinson. He might be great. And they're like, <laughs> he's right. Yeah. Want, Shea- give me the box. Shea is as good as, like, I think both of us think Shea alone is probably as good as any of the individual pieces the Lakers are trying to put in this deal. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Over Kyle Kuzma? Are you kidding me? (laughs) And then that Heat pick, again, 76ers fans have been telling me for years that that pick was was better than any Nets pick I've ever seen. So It's like that, that, that pick was so great. It got flipped twice in twelve months. It was just like the like that Lakers pick, that Brandon Knight pick. It was like, how could you? And they're like, ah, we rather have Brandon Knight. And then somebody else flipped it. I was like, yeah, I'd rather have Tony Snell. Yeah, yeah. It's like there are no golden picks. Like you, like this Sacramento pick now. Been here better for oh, you. Oh boy, it's gonna be a it's gonna be the number eleven pick. Congrats. Yeah, or it's gonna uh, turn into two two twos, like because it doesn't awesome. convey. Yeah, can't wait. So all, with all the picks that y'all are scheduled to have, this is there any chance y'all get the number one pick? Like, are any of the lottery or, or no, all the, the lottery picks they go to the other team? Like, y'all don't have a chance. No, the highest we can okay. get is two. Got you. Oh, because if it's one, it goes to Philly. Yeah. Got you. That's what I was trying. I was like, because if which would sneaky 
be infuriating. Oh boy, <laughs> they just had Zion six man. Well, no, that, I think that would make them the clear front runner for AD. Yeah, they're like, hey, we like Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler, but we're just actually not going to resign either of them, and we're just going to trade for Anthony Davis. So, see you guys later. We'll see. I, like, I'm really trying to think like what they could do. I think they should bring back signing trades. Like, I think signing like where if you sign, you can't be traded for like 60 days or whatever. Right. Like that feels bad to me. Like, I feel like those used to happen. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm content signing this place because they're going to give me money. Like, if the Pelicans were like, no, no, we want, um, like, we want Tobias Harris too. We'll give him a max. Like, can we sign him and trade him? with the pick, with whatever else for Anthony Davis. But it's like, right. nope, can't do it for 60 days. Well, that complicates things for Anthony <laughs> For literally everyone involved. Yeah, it's like, and what's the, I don't know. I don't guess, I, I think it was it was supposed to prevent, like, the LeBron signing trades, right? Where, like, the Cavs got a couple of draft picks. But it's like, now Durant just goes there for nothing. Boogie just right. goes there for nothing. So, like, we, we, we've prevented nothing. Well, now the big thing. Uh, is those opt-in years being like how Chris Paul got to Houston? Mm. Like that's become the new sign-in trade where it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I really, I really don't want to opt into this deal. I would rather get longer term, but I'd also rather just play for that team. So right. I'm going to opt in, and then we'll figure it out next summer. Right, which is basically what Davis has. Like it's, it's a year set in stone. Like it's not an option, but you know he's out after that, and he's going to decide where he wants to go. So it's. Right. It might as well be that. So, yeah, from Philly's standpoint, they just acquired a, like, who's been traded more, that Miami pick or Tobias Harris? Tobias Harris is the most traded player of all time. He is, I, he keeps getting better. That, that pick might just keep getting worse. He just keeps getting better, though. <laughs> I think He's Brandon Cooks. It's like, I don't know why he's been traded so times. It's like, I don't know. He's kind of good wherever he goes. He is absolutely good wherever he goes, but at least Orlando, uh, like he started in Milwaukee, right? Yep. Yeah, where he was not, he was 12. So then he went to Orlando where he was one of the like go-to guys, like probably one of the top three guys. Then he goes to Detroit where he was like the top one guy. And then he goes to the Clippers where he was again the top one guy. And now he's kind of going backwards where he's going to be the fourth option in Philly, most likely. But I think that might, like, for a championship team, that's good. Now, for Tobias Harris himself, probably bad. For Tobias, and it's, like, he has to learn how to be the fourth option on the fly. Well, he, I think, like, he's he's done it before. Because, again, like, he had to work his way up through those ranks. He like, has, but... He's also like in the middle of the season where he was the the one option. So is he just going to be like thrilled to be the four immediately? Like probably just because he's going to be on a good team. But I'm sure there's going to be times where it's like, hey man, I would have loved to have gotten a shot there. Well, it is for sure. But this is also he's going to be a free agent this summer. He can't like pout too much. He can not like it at all. But he knows, okay, I got to be the four for three months. Then I can go be the number one wherever I want. If that's Def- what he wants. Or he might get there and be like, because all these teams, I'd, he might have been like on that Detroit team or on those Bucks teams, but I don't think he's ever had like a, he's never passed the first round at least. No. 
So it's like no, maybe he, yeah, like maybe he gets there, Philly wins a couple rounds. It's like okay, I want this. I think it, it feels to me like Jimmy Butler insurance. It it feels to me like hey, we would probably like we want to re-sign a guy to be our third option. We just don't want it to be Jimmy Butler. It, well, it's also like I knew they like they had to do something now just because before they pay Simmons. Yep. So I like it'll be interesting to see if they're willing to spend like if they'll just keep all four like if they just that like it'll be pricey sure uh, will like i you don't keep them all for all five four or five years but i do like if they make the finals or something this year or next if there's like okay like we'll give it one or two cracks and if that didn't work one of you's got to go for for cap purposes yeah i don't i think I think Tobias is malleable enough where he can work as the fourth option, but even as the first option this year. Well, even I don't even think he's going to be fourth because it's like like Simmons. I feel like Simmons slides down. Like he's just going to be like, okay, yes, I would just pass the. I have one more person to pass the ball to. Like Simmons feels like the fourth guy. So if Tobias is your third with Simmons distributing, that feels pretty good. It does. But at Tobias Harris as the first option this year has essentially been, like just his Clippers numbers, has essentially been Marcus Morris as the Celtics' fourth option. Nah, he's been better than that. Basketball reference disagrees. Well, you're not I'm doing a podcast with basketball reference. <laughs> like per 100 possessions, he's got 28, uh, 29 points to 26 points. Offensive ratings the exact same. Defensive yeah, but if, rating. If, if you flip them though, do you think Marcus Morris would be doing Tobias Harris numbers? Because I don't. I've in a contract year. I don't, you can't count out Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris in a contract year is not, easily not one scoring twenty one on fifty forty three eighty eight shooting for a playoff team. He may. No way. He may not a chance. Right, right now he's been. Uh, the fourth option for what the four seed? Come on, he's yeah. been. We're the three seed friend. Nice try. Um, Congrats. The yeah, I mean, is he's played six hundred or five hundred and fifty less minutes uh, on the season? He's only started thirty two games to Tobias is fifty five. Uh, but when he's been starting, he's been putting up elite numbers. And Tobias Harris, I feel like, is going to basically be docile Marcus Morris in Phillies situation because he's going again from being that number one option to not number one option even at best like even on nights when jimmy stinks it up he's going to be there too but so I, think, I just like don't know good. i don't i don't know why that's a bad thing though i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying it's he, it's something he has to learn on the fly like middle of the season like there's he's done, no like he's, been traded before. he's done it all he's been traded a hundred times like you said but he keeps being traded to it's like, all right, well, you're our guy now. Figure it out. Like last night he had like 34, which I'm shocked he even played if this trade was being worked on. Like why didn't – in baseball you see guys get pulled in like the the fourth inning all the time. Like, oh, where's he going? Well, yeah, why is he hugging night, all his teammates? Brand was like, oh. yo, I got to get my hands on that. <laughs> yeah, it was Elton Brand. Uh, I love Elton Brand, the GM. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, listen, man, I might not be here tomorrow. Any future assets? Out of here. Yeah, I respect it. It's like Hinky was only playing the long game. Elton Brand's only playing the short game. And <laughs> Calangelo was playing neither. 
Correct. Colangelo is playing the I'm going to uh, insult all of the players who are here and do nothing about it. Right. Because another like who's like who's guarding Marcus Moore? Like Tobias Harris is getting the number one guy. I don't know what the hell that was. Tobias Harris has beer ads on his page. <laughs> yeah. So like who's guarding? Like the top guy, they're guarding like Kyrie or Tatum or Gordon Hayward even. And then they shouldn't be. <laughs> they definitely shouldn't. <laughs> It so should be like Chris Hogan. Like, if you're guarding Gordon Hayward, you're just wasting time. Yeah, so now uh, I mean, he gets to go from going sure. like against Kawhi. Now he gets, I don't like OG. I mean, like, still, it's still how, tough. How many? Is it what now? Oh, okay. I was going to say how many times. I thought you were talking about earlier this season. I was like, how many times has he played Kawhi this year? Oh no, but I'm saying he's. It's like oh, moving I, forward. I, yes. Yeah, your problem now, Jimmy Butler. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll take my chances with like Danny Green. Would Philly be better if they had made this trade but hadn't traded for Jimmy Butler? Uh better now or long term or both? Both. Like if they just had Covington and Sarich around these with, three. Right. Uh I can't say better short term, just because again, like they're like they're fine. Their closing five is gonna be tough. Like so, they like right now where the the East is still really like it's not LeBron, so the East is open until yeah somebody wins it. So yeah, I, there's, yeah, four, right now, there's four teams, all of which I could see winning it. Yeah, I would say yeah. If they wanted to uh, flip Jimmy Butler now for some depth, be a real shame. <laughs> a Covington yeah. type, Covington and Okogie, like they can keep Sart. Yeah, it, that that team with the depth. Of course, they're gonna be super aggressive on any like buyout candidates moving forward. But their closing five stuff, their starting five stuff, middle of the game, man. I don't know. That's if, if they get down fifteen and they're up against a good team just because they put their bench in. Do they have enough? Probably, but do they have to do? Do they want to do that every single night? Like climb out of a hole their bench, put well, them in. If you like, because you have four, you can stagger them with that terrible bench. So it's like as bad For as those sure. other three guys. At the very least, it's gonna we're gonna have Tobias Harris and Embiid on the court, or Ben Simmons and Jimmy Butler at all times. Like Boban, like Boban can give you some of those in between minutes. Yeah, Boban terrifies me. I hate that they got Boban in this trade. I know legally he's married to Tobias Harris. They have to be on every team together. Anytime he's on the court, it's just like, all right, what, like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, that's what I'm, like even like Mike Scott's not playing horribly this year. So like, if you're staggering those two around a couple guys, and then you add one or two guys, I think they they'll be fine. Because I I just like it because he's like, yeah, we're not deep now already. So what uh yeah, we still true. have to keep five on the court. What are we gonna do? Play four? I was like, yeah, just give me the best best four. I'll, I'll go out there if we need a fifth. <laughs> I would it, Elton Brand re signing himself to to get the some max. minutes on this team yeah. would be the ultimate move. Like I I couldn't respect that harder if I tried. See, I would have liked it. like if Philly would have I know he's had just an absolute stinker of a season, but I still would have been like, yo, like, do y'all want Patrick Beverly? Right. Like, just, like change of scenery. This is, like, his, he can play for his next contract playoff run 
But it's like, yo, at some point we're going to need to guard a Kyrie or a Lowry or like somebody. And maybe he, like maybe he can shut him down for a court. Maybe he can tear another uh, point guard's meniscus. Yeah, him or Avery just be like, look, we know we have to go up against one of these guards, and Avery's in the same spot. Hasn't been great since he got to L.A., but yeah, they got uh, you just put him – like if he just sees that Celtic green against him, maybe he gets really pissed and, and wants to do something about it. You never know. Um, Only thing I'd say is he's – for some reason, he's making tw- like twice as much as Beverly. That's why I was just like, if they like, just throw Beverly in. Like, hey, would you, you don't want him? Give him here. <laughs> would you rather if if Philly if you woke up today and saw Philly had made this exact same trade, but for Mike Conley Jr. Would that have been better or worse? Worse. Okay. Why would that? Do you think it's better or I worse? Don't know. The- I have, I have no idea. I just saw someone floated on the timeline, like if they had done the same deal and gotten a point guard who obviously it takes the ball out of Simmons' hands a little bit, but I feel like Conley's good enough where he could also play off ball. Um, how is Tobias defensively? Like I, I know he's he's much more of an offensive player, but I, he doesn't feel like a liability. Not like he's fine. Well, let's uh, let's check the RPM, the uh, end all be all. <laughs> I know his VORP is a whole point higher than Marcus Morris's. Yeah, he's a better player. Let's see. Oh boy. Well, negative. Well, I haven't got to him yet, but LeBron's top five. So there's that for small forwards. <laughs> so Tobias is. Okay, he's at a a positive point oh eight, which is about break even. So okay, like from this and like it feels like that matches the eye test. Like he's about average. He won't kill okay. you. Like you're not a liability, but he's he's not locking up. Right, and he doesn't have to cover the other team's number one because that's what you got Jimmy Butler for. I feel like, or even like two, really. Like Simmons has got some length. Like he's never had a guy like Embiid behind him protecting the rim. So it's like maybe he. Maybe he's he got Boban. Yeah, maybe he's he's got both now. That's what I'm saying. They throw out the uh, Embiid Boban look. All tall. Ball. Simmons is the point guard. Whew. You guys are cool. yeah. That's that's. I think that's Brand's closing lineup right there. They don't even put two other guys on the court. They just have those three. Y'all's goose is cooked. Cooked. <laughs> this also, which is interesting, but this also feels accurate. Kawhi Leonard defensively at a negative point oh one. Mm. So basically, again, basically average, but like he hasn't been himself defensively. And for a guy that a lot of his value is being elite defensively, I think that's interesting. That is a lot of his value, but I would also say this is probably the best offensive Kawhi we've ever seen. No, for sure. But even then, it's like he's... He's averaging two more points, grabbing one more rebound, but he goes from the best defender to break it average. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, no, no, I'm, give me the other one. He's not guarding those bums in the West anymore. He has to go up against this this stout East every night, and it's it's got him down bad. The guy's got to uh, guard Bogdanovich, man. What's he supposed to do? Right <laughs> yeah, like all his offensive numbers are up. His defensive like has slipped, which, I mean, sounds about right, but – it does feel like he 
was to me like one of the unique guys where it's like, oh no, he's elite defensively and also really good offensively. Right. If you were if you were LA, would you have tried to get faults in this and did you not even care? I don't even care, honestly. Okay. It's because it, like at this point, if they're just gonna really just see what young the young guys have, just let me see what every like give the keys to Shea. Yeah, but it's also like Fultz, we don't even need you to come back this year. We just want to get you right. And then next year, like it's just like a lottery ticket. Whatever happens, happens. And uh, uh, technically, another asset. I see, but that's the thing. I want. I don't know if it's an asset. And two, like if they're looking to sign like Kawhi or two maxes, they ain't got time for uh, charity. <laughs> they ain't got time like for <laughs> reformation projects. Listen, Jay Cole said to keep his head up. He'll, he's going to be fine. Also, again, like if they sign it and he's thrust right back into like a playoff team spotlight in L.A. I know they don't yeah, care fake. as much, but still. Yeah, fake L.A. It, well, it depends on who, like if Kawhi goes there, like if somebody big goes there. Because I think like if they get Kawhi first, that's when I'd be like, I wonder if they could just like tell Anthony Davis to wait. Yeah. By then, like it'd just be a year, like, like literally like just wait or I mean, or get traded your choice, but don't resign. <laughs> Collude. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Uh, listen, <laughs> it's the way the NBA has been built for literally 80 years. Yeah. No, I'm it's fine. It's not with a terrible. It. Yeah. I'm it's fine. Not a terrible with it. way to go about things. I just want it on the board. Like, listen, like Chicago, Milwaukee, y'all can tamper too. LA kind of took it on the chin. It was like, okay, so how much? And they're like 500 K like, that's how much, it, man, what? <laughs> uh, uh, Rob, cut the check. Yeah, cut a couple. We're gonna need them. We'll just keep them in this rainy day jar. Yeah, no, just uh, uh, start me a tab. So yeah, does this make Philly the front runners in the East now or no? No, but yeah, it no, makes them better front, with, with Milwaukee and Toronto. I can't say front runner yet, but. I don't know. It does make them just because it, like again, playoffs like more rest. Your best five or six guys are just playing, so they're yeah. like their toughest five or six is going to be like up there. It's like March Madness. Like you cut your lineup, it don't kind of don't matter who your eighth and ninth men are. For sure. So, but like, what I will say for Philly last yeah. last year, it seemed like the edge the Celtics had over them was when they did bring in the bench and. We would just attack Bell and Ellie and mm. um, Ilya Sova. So I don't know who the buyout guys are going to be this year. Their starting five is because Covington, even last year starting, uh, just put up stinker after stinker in that series, too. So that right. part will be covered by uh, Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler, much more uh, consistent players. But I will be curious to see the bench pieces they add. I, I don't know if it. I think the top four are still the top four. Like I don't know if this puts them in a different category. I think Milwaukee, Toronto deserve to be on their own level, and Boston and Philly deserve to be on that next level below them. Yeah, like that's like the Pacers are to their credit, like have won three straight. Like they're not going down without a fight without Vic, but I do think they'll end up five and Philly four. I mean, they blew the fucking doors off the Lakers last yeah. night. If they didn't, it would have been concerning. <laughs> They've 42, uh, 
like the picture of LeBron just like sitting on the bench by himself was. Yeah, I woke up to just, that. Just sitting on the steps, like the concourse steps. <laughs> yeah, that was killing me. The Lakers are very ready to not play on the same team anymore. This is, like again, I I don't blame him, man. Like this is like this is the LeBron experience. Like this is what you you get what you sign up for. It's all I'm ready to be patient and Bill is going to be on the young guys and it's like, yeah, 40 games in now they got to go. That's just how this goes. It's the LeBron experience mixed with LeVar Ball coming out of his his cave and making just wild statements on a Phoenix radio station for some reason. Well, that's the I don't even think they're wild. I just think like LeVar Ball's breaking this trade. That's what's going to happen. I'm like, fine with it. Yeah, that's what I feel like's happened. I feel like there was like a done deal and LeVar was like, "Not so fast, player." We ain't, we ain't going to no damn New Orleans. So I thought like that put the the pause on that. And it's like Which, yeah. I would I, if if all fifty states want to build him a statue, I think that would be that would be correct. He's earned that. <laughs> we're just like the I don't know, the Lakers are like we're pulling out. We're enough. I was like, yeah. A team didn't want your shitty offer. <laughs> like we're like, they call the Pelicans' demands outrageous. The Pelicans' demands appear to be like, we would like good players. And, good players and Magic was like, whoa! whoa oh, no, hang up, Rob. Hang up. About? Cut their vine. Yeah, shout out the Pelicans for not just being, for not just succumbing to to Clutch and and LeBron. That was, that was hilarious. Hey, the trade Lakers deadline's not being, here yet, but I, they... I don't, like if I'm Dale Dimps, if I'm the Pelicans GM, and I know that, like he whatever he does, he might still lose his job. For sure. So it's like he's not even like because if you nail this trade, you're not gonna know for five years, honestly. So I just be like I can't in good faith negotiate until like all the best offers are on the table. Right. And they're not like it's it's physically impossible right now. So I. No, I don't want your garbage. I'm not gonna want it in June either, but I damn sure don't. I don't want it like FedEx to me. Yeah, in June your garbage may be the best garbage, but right, right now I know it's the only garbage. So I'm gonna wait to see what other what else falls in my lap. With I like that's my whole thing with again like the Knicks and um, I give credit to uh, to where I heard it. Billy Simmons was like like Dennis Smith like they couldn't have got like Marvin Bagley or somebody out of Sacramento. Like if they're just they're just looking for cap space, so they don't care where it comes from. Right. Porzingis clearly doesn't care about being in the big market. So like, I don't know. I feel like I would rather have Bagley than Dennis. I feel like there are numerous pieces I'd rather have than Dennis Smith. Now he's on the list, but I don't know. I just I feel like the Knicks and the Clippers basically did the same thing, and I feel great about the Clippers because I trust their vision. I feel horrible for the Knicks because I don't. <laughs> like, that's really all it comes down to. Definitely. Yeah, no, the Knicks have not earned any anything. They've never literally they've earned nothing. There's no reason anyone should trust the Knicks doing things, ever. And that's and they're just getting the benefit of the doubt, man. I, I don't get it. I don't know why. They've not deserved any benefit of the doubt, literally in the entirety of their franchise's history. Man, oh man. You think there's any chance the Sixers just flip Butler? 
Elton Brand clearly not afraid to do a deal. <laughs> clearly. Um, I just don't know who at this point. Because I do agree, adding Tobias Harris to your team and just trying to fit him in for these final three months doesn't seem like the tallest of tasks. Adding Jimmy Butler to your team <laughs> with any amount of time. That's what I'm saying. Like, get him there. Like, I, Jimmy Butler's not like, a, well, we wanted to get him in the summer so he'd have a full year with our playbook. Now, I feel like Jimmy Butler, day one is the same as day 364. Like, I could see the only team I could see doing it and and being able to figure it out real quick would be Houston. I just don't know what they would have to send back. What about the Nets? If the Nets are like, we're like probably going to make the playoffs either way. Yeah. It sounded, they were saying Levert might come back before All-Star break, which is incredible. Uh, yeah. So if it's like, we're probably going to make it either way. Can we see what we can do to, like, because I think they would, like, give him the max and be like, yo, Kimba, we'll give you the max. Like, we don't care. We want we have money to spend. We're finally ready. Right. I think they would. I feel the Clippers might. Like, if the Clippers were just like, yo, do y'all want Gallinari for the money? And then, I don't like a couple bench, like Lou Will or Harold or something, like a couple of those bench, like Lou Will is that bench piece would be tough on Philly. Definitely would, yeah, because I was, I've been trying to pitch the Isaiah Thomas thing. So, yeah, a, a healthy, good version of that would definitely be Yeah, healthy, be better. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And I, Philly I, I, already loves Lou Will, so, yeah. So, I could see, like, either one of those. Or maybe the Lakers try to just flip their junk for uh, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, like, okay, he's not Anthony Davis, but he's met Anthony Davis. <laughs> the Mavericks. I can see the Mavericks just, like, we want our big three now. I think the Mavericks are all set with what they got going on. Are they? I think they should be, but will they? Right. Yeah, because, I mean, they're not... Like, if they add Jimmy, are they even a playoff team? I think they're, like, five games out. What if the... Okay, what if the Knicks were like, okay, we want Jimmy Butler? That would kill me. That would be absolutely (laughs) hilarious. And they give up, uh, like, the number one pick. I'm trying to... I don't even know what they have left now. It basically the number one pick and whatever, like yeah, Cantor, Cantor for money. Um, you can have one of our fourteen point guards, <laughs> and not like basically like depth, but yeah, like give us the give us Damian Dotson. Like we would love a Damian Dotson. Give us Trier. We'd love Trier in, a piece like Trier in Philly, and that pick. It's just like we got Jimmy Butler like in hand. And then Jimmy Butler walks, and they're like, we got cap space. Yeah, Knicks win-win. Yeah, all that would be very funny. I do think Philly wants to go with this four, though. I don't know if they're all going to be there by the start of next season, but I would be very – if I'm a Philly fan right now, I would be like, all right, we'll make this run, see what happens, and then see you later, Jimmy Butler, but I want to keep Tobias Harris long term. Yeah, or honestly, like I, I think I would try to, of course, try to sign them both and just figure it out. Like if they are, because you're, I don't know, like are their owners cheap? I feel like the new ones would pay money. Yeah, I don't think they're cheap. Yeah, so I, I'm looking right now. So they basically swapped out Chandler. 
That's 13 million off the books. And Reddick is making 12. So that's like that t- together feels like Tobias Harris's money. Right. Like starting. Uh, honestly, like Fultz is expensive, man. I think that's why he can't really like a end of the bench project. He's making like 8 million, 10 million next year and 12 the year after that. Okay. So it's like if they can, if they can get off him and pay, and they're willing to pay the luxury tax, I think, I feel like they could do it until Simmons' deal kicks in. Which would be I think 2021. Could, I think they could definitely do it. It's just keeping Jimmy Butler around at any any dollars is a huge risk in, no, for sure. in my eyes. I, I agree. But if they sign him, somebody would always trade for him. Definitely. Even if it's like, okay, like we have to get 50 cents on the dollar, but we'll just take, like, we'll give us two bench pieces and a pick. Right. And somebody is like, like any Atlanta or whatever's like, oh yeah, we got Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what Philly just did. It was two rotational players and a pick. Yeah, so if it's like, okay, think, give us a. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give up John Collins. No. Yeah. <laughs> nah. But like, Torian Prince. He's it's not having a good year. Yeah, uh, that's, that's Philly's Lynn. problem. I'm kind of. I think the Hawks should, should like have some deals to make the Hawks are having a damn good tank I'm very proud of them they've got four teams or three teams below four yeah but they have of those four who got the brightest future right now like overall future or players already on the team that could be a good future if they didn't play for the Suns all the above, man. Like, it all included. Because it's like the Knicks, Suns, Cavs, Bulls. I don't trust any of those guys' front office slash ownership at all. Even if they no. get the number one pick. Yeah, Phoenix very easily has the best pieces, but... Right, but it's like... Eh. At, at, at best, they have, like, the second worst front office. Yeah, and that's... Like, if there's a Suns fan that could probably go, like, transaction for transaction with Knicks fans. And I'd be like, man, oh, man. Because, <laughs> like, we were, we were just out west. Y'all didn't see us getting hosed. But, like, no, like, Trey Young's coming around. Like, they have Hurtman's looking good. Collins might just be Chris Bosh. Like, Denver <laughs> looks good. That's why, like, I thought they might flip, like, Deadman and Jeremy Lin for, like, a couple pieces. Feels like they're going to be in the bottom five regardless. They've got that Mavs pick coming in. Like they're like everybody else is just it's Zion or bust. And even then yeah. they they might still get in the Zion mix. Like they get in on if they hit Zion then that's the perfect tank. Yeah, that's horrifying if they hit Zion. Because it's like they're Knicks are at the very bottom, but like they just got Dennis Smith who it feels like he's been dying to be unleashed. Yeah. It's like I last year. Carlisle didn't like me because I was a rookie. This year he likes Doncic. I can't do anything. I feel like he might he might just go off and win a couple games he shouldn't. The Suns yeah, I mean, stink, but probably have the most like I feel like just talent wise, they'll win a couple games they shouldn't. Booker score thirty five, eight no grab, twenty rebounds. The Cavs, I have no idea what's going on. No. Bulls. No, I mean the Cavs the Cavs stink. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you, I got to go in a couple minutes. Uh, yeah. Somebody asked me yesterday, 
If you're the Bulls and they get the number two pick, would you trade Laurie and the number two pick for the number one pick? Because I say yes. I don't think the rest of the NBA world is that low on Barrett yet. I feel like they should be. I don't know. I like I I I can still see with Barrett his year at Duke hasn't gone that well, and we've seen plenty of guys like we just saw it with Tatum. I didn't think he looked great at Duke, and then he's been really good as a pro. So no, I'm sure. there's a chance. <laughs> but I'm that's what it is like right. a chance with Zion. It feels like less of a chance. I'm also more worried about Barrett's like mentality than anything. That's what scares me. Okay, like he's. I think he thinks he's the best player on the team because he always has been, and now he's not. And I think it's going to – like, if they don't win at all, I think it'll be that reason why. And I was talking to Basketball Francis, and he was like, apparently, like, R.J. Barrett's dad is, like, sending him, like, clips and showing him all this stuff. Like, yo, you've got to tone down your game, and it's just not clicking with Barrett. Like, that's what would worry me. So I'm – no, I'm not – that's why I would. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't I wouldn't hate think the trade. twice about it, honestly. I don't hate the trade just because I do uh, think Zion is head and shoulders the number one in this class. But I could also see the Bulls getting Zion and just wasting him for five years, and then he ends up somewhere else. So I don't, I don't you, know if you think they're going to do right by marking in and Barrett. Get out of here! No, first that's why I'm saying I don't know if it matters at all for the Bulls, no matter what they do. Like, they'll sell more jerseys with, with Zion, for certain. Yeah, it'd be more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why... Zion, uh, yeah. Like, Zion and Zion and Levine with... Like, if... if oh, unplug my headphones. If uh, Zion and Levine and Chris Dunn running the break just... They, they would be doing, like, NBA Street, like, Volume 2 type, like, Game Breaker alley-oops. Yeah, and then you trade Levine for whatever the fuck you can get for him. <laughs> but like my vision, like I would just want Wendell Carter Jr. and Zion front court. That would be my dream. And the reason I would trade marking it, it's like you, like they might get the number one and have all three, but it's like all three of those guys can't play at the same time. You're going to be forced to like one of them's going to lose value. I like marking is having a good year, and like he's going to be good. Like this is not a this is more about how much I like Zion than about marking. Yeah, no, Markkanen's been good as an NBA player. Yeah, no, which, like he's like had a very good rookie year, was injured this year, but has come back and like improved upon last year. So he's he's a fine, like he's a piece. And if somebody was getting like Laurie and Barrett or Reddish or Bowl, like whoever, I think you'd still feel good. But it's like a, a Luca versus Trey thing, right? It's like, would you rather have the superstar or like the pretty good couple pieces? And I'd I'd take the superstar. For sure. I wonder if in like twenty years it's gonna come out that like the NBA forced the Hawks to make that trade. Probably. It's like no no no. We uh Well, I don't know. Yeah, I was like Dallas, well yeah, you know how well how good their front office is. You know how Mark well Mark Cuban treats everybody of both genders. Did you see uh, this picture of Doncic from yesterday? 
I saw a picture of you from yesterday. Yeah, that's what I just texted it to you. That's I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Man, that, that's what I, this has been all along. Am I just on the Mavericks? Can yeah, I show up could. and people would be like, "Yep, there's there's the Doc Man." It's just Spider Man, White Spider Man. <laughs> so Spider, yeah, Spider Man, yeah, yeah. yeah, Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me more pictures of Doncic. So yeah, that was uh, that made me all. I, I'm after his jersey now. I'm just trying to walk around and be like, "That's me." Listen, All Star Break, man. <laughs> Start wearing just just like the headband and shades. Like, is that is that the Donk Man or the Mick Man? Listen, people don't want to talk about it, but I did absolutely invent the tennis headband movement that's going on. I just did it three years ago. Where I'm not going to get my credit. It's fine. It's that's fine. If you do it now, man, you be like a. Uh, Big Draco, man. We, <laughs> we also uh, did get credit for inventing the the legends just automatically in the Hall of Fame thing that Silver clearly took from us, and that's fine. Duke, we got, man. We were, Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Northwestern. He is just the right thing to do. Just let get the deserving guys in. Maybe even just take those guys off the bat. Like, announce it at the beginning of the season. Like, Tim Duncan will be an all-star no matter what. We're not putting him on the ballot. Vote for everyone else. Right. Exactly. Is Vince... Is this Vince's last year? I don't... Uh, Does anyone know? I don't, yeah, Vince like, know? I don't think he's said. I feel like he's like, it would be, but he's like, teams keep calling me <laughs> he's like i'm ready to hang it up and the hawks were like you want five million bucks and i was like yeah because <laughs> like, i wanted to retire two years ago kings were like you want 10 million bucks i was like yeah so I'm, yeah, but, yeah I, like, he should be the next one like whenever yeah but like, yeah or again announce it now but like, yeah vince carter you're in no no wait announce it for the the year like let wade and dirk have their run right and then yeah, VC and whoever else. I would like to see Vince Carter in the dunk contest one more time. That'd be great. Like I know they, he can still do it. I think like he just told the Hawks, like, can I just do this and not play the rest of the year? This is going to take everything I have <laughs> left. <laughs> if they're just like, yeah, we're fine with it. Yeah, I don't see why. They would be like, yeah, of course. That's going to give us way more uh, national exposure just that we're still a franchise. And, yeah, we, we're trying to tank anyway, so we don't care. I'd be off with it. All right, so next week when it's announced that he's in the dunk contest, uh, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> right. Uh, Silver's like, I, I don't know where I get it from. I was just eating some fruity pebbles <laughs> one day. and uh... It just happened upon me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm glad I didn't post the episode yesterday because this happened. Had a feeling, had a hunch. Surprise, um, you know. Yeah, when you know, you know. It is what it is. So you uh, you have fun on radio. I'm gonna upload this now with everything else that we recorded yesterday or the day before. I don't know. I don't know when At things some point. happen. Time isn't real. Yeah. No, it sure isn't. Uh, oh yeah, Dana's on this episode. So if mm-hmm. you want to stop listening now, we get it. Yeah, this is your this is your time. Uh, we'll see you guys later this week. See you. All right, pal. Just send that over before you hop on radio, and I will. I mean, we can either record tonight or tomorrow. It doesn't matter to me.
Uh, yeah, either I'm around either one, so whichever. All right. Well, I mean, well, let's wait till tomorrow in cases, unless like a trade breaks tonight. Well, what, uh, tomorrow's trade deadline, right? That sounds right. I thought it was the seventh. Yeah. Is, oh yeah, and they're doing the um, they're announcing the like they're doing the pick like the All Star Game like draft uh, t- tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just go tomorrow. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. We'll do it after that. Do. All right. Cool. Okay. Bet. See. One name, Jews ain't the slain, anything on this plane. Remains are found when the best kept secret get heated. You went platinum with a ghostwriter, so in the game you won, you cheated. Hey, it's the McMahon. Uh-huh, yep, just as loud as I anticipated. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. There we go. Maybe? Better? Worse? Yeah. Words? Words? Yeah, that's More good. More word? That's good. Uh, what's going on, pal? Not a lot. What's the word with you? Just another Monday after the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's a typical regular February. Yeah. yeah, yeah, February. That happy Black History Month. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't text you on the first. I was gonna say late, but uh, still appreciated. Yeah, no, I mean it, it's about more of the gesture than anything. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you have before. I've got it in writing. Uh, many, yeah, many. That, that's why I wouldn't say it. I played that note before. Yeah, many separate blood oaths have been taken. Um, but yeah, no, easily, easily the biggest news of the weekend. And I don't want this buried by, by the the media who tends to do this type of thing. Twenty One Savage is British, man. Fuck. Let man, I don't know what's. I'm just gonna pretend like this never happened because <laughs> I don't know, I don't know the details. So I'm just gonna pretend it never happened. I've never been more sure a website was the onion than when that tweet went out and then it wasn't it was just like a local news station yeah not like I, yeah it was the wsb which is the atlanta news here that's why i saw it and i was like oh boy like this is <laughs> like if, if it's wsb it's gonna be something right and it was i i don't understand how 21 savage has been like performing internationally for several years and now it's just coming up. That's why I ain't buying it, man. I had like a split second. I was like, "Is my is my dog like a fed? Is he like Russian feds?" Which like, would it all make sense. It would be incredible. It would. But again, I'd be like, "Wow, his name is Twenty One Savacevich." Yeah, Milos uh, Toledovich's like cousin. Yeah, like he used to he used to run some guns with the the Jokic brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's Yosef Nurkic's uh, dad's like like co officer. I don't know what they're fucking called. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. This fresh face fuck. <laughs> you see me? Yeah, dude. How do you think we record this? Where is he? He's in Atlanta. What do you, what do you mean? You where? can't. He's squinted. You're not gonna be able to see me. <laughs> Right, it's like <laughs> oh, the I'm black thing here. on the wall. There's Tyler. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm just trying to hear the radio in San Francisco, guys. Tank in and got turned on. Yeah. Put your phones on silent. Can you hear me? 
Yes. That's how the microphones work. I can smell you too. Whatever you whatever you got, I'm on you. What's up, Tyler? Hello. <clears throat> Dana, uh, I just saw him for the first time, and it feels like many moons. You've been traveling. Traveling all, the world, some all, would say. I would say the country. Uh, Have you left the country? Uh, no. Then we'll stick with country. It's the world. <laughs> Mm, technically, right. wow. technically, it's the world. You're, you're not wrong there, friend. Yeah. A hot start, boys. Let's uh, go. You squinting to try and see Tyler. Was, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm upset this is a podcast because that was an all-time moment. <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, I had a couple 1830 beers last night. I'm a little out of it. Last night? Yeah. Where were you? I was at my buddy's house. No one was drinking, but I was, stru- I was stress drinking. You were carrying the load? Yeah. Were you in New York? Nobody was yeah. drinking. What kind of party was this? Well, I was the only Patriots fan. They were they were like betting on the game, so they weren't really invested. But yeah. sounds like they I were be... technically very invested. Yeah, but they like... just weren't drinking eighteen to thirty beers. We can call this Correct. square. Yes. Yeah. At the end of the night, they were like, "Dude, you were drinking this whole time." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I was. I was awake, wasn't I? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's why I squinted. That's my excuse. That's definitely an excuse. So I'm, I'm out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We should farewell for whatever's about to happen. Uh, so I just saw Dana for the first time uh, in in many moons, and he said, "You, uh, you two were were all square." I didn't say that. It's exactly what you said. Is that what you said? I did yeah. not say that. <laughs> he, he said he handed you thirty thirty beers throughout the week, and all. that's a fact. <laughs> then did that motion with his hands. I didn't do that either. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did, didn't. Yeah, do. You didn't do that one. Everything yeah, else is no. Been... He, the best part was him handing me a beer, and as soon as he got back with one, I'd hand him the bottle cap from the beer I just <laughs> drank, and he'd have to dispose of that, too. I woke up in the morning with, like, eight bottle caps in my pocket. Yeah, listen, you know the way to my heart. You, It, it was a strong move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just trying to be friendly, you know? Mm. Is that what we would call last week? Uh, No. That was very unfriendly of me. Yeah. Do you know? Do you understand the ramifications of hashtag done within within this company? Uh, yes, and it was uh, I'm very rattled right now. <laughs> These are the consequences of your action. Yeah, man. What do you, what do you think this is? You're gonna do overs in this life shit. Twenty One Savage is British, man. Twenty One Savage was not British before you were hashtag done. These are the butterfly effect. You go back in time, you sneeze on a dinosaur, boom. White people never exist. You never know what's going to happen. This is the lashing I need. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Needed. Where's the note? Where's the? F- I thought you were fiddling with the phone. You just a fiddling. No, he's just, just fiddling. Just fiddling. He, I, I, if, I, I didn't know Dana as a as a, a high school youth, but if I ever had, saw him in a principal's office, this is what it would look like for sure. Just yeah, what, avoiding what's fresh face too. Yeah, what's, going, well, on what's going on there? You're much more handsome well, with a beard. I was on the road for three weeks, and I started. I was very hairy. I'm still very hairy in other areas. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was inappropriate. <laughs> um, I told you I'm out of it. I'm your, just your, your dick and balls. Is that what's hairy? Yeah, my, yeah. my dick and balls. Okay. Um, and so I got home yesterday. I was like, I'm just taking it all off, and I think I look good. All and on the face, most of it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You hear that? The ball too? Uh, no. What do you say? Ba- the balls? Did you go bald? Oh, Will you no, stop no. trying to like work your dick into this conversation? I said, did you go bald? Like bald headed, man. This no, guy won't quit. <laughs> What's up? I'm growing out the lettuce, as we say in the hockey community. Where? In mm. my hair. Okay, yeah. Mm. 
the mud flaps. The lettuce. The mud flaps and the salad and the flow. That's what I call okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you start those? Are you trying to get those to pop? No, that's what the boys said. Hmm. I mean, I would definitely start stealing. So if I asked Biz right now, he would be like, this is what we say. <laughs> These are things I definitely say. I don't know if Biz remembers anything he says. Biz doesn't know my name. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm getting to. He certainly does not know my name. I think that's why he just keeps saying the boys. He's like, hey, that guy yeah. probably has a dick and balls. He keeps talking about him nonstop. Yeah, we were talking dicks. Hockey players love to talk about dicks. I think that's what it is. So they've coerced you. Yeah, I've mm. changed. Mm. No longer a basketball guy. What is? That's not okay. true. That's not true. Yeah, no. I... Just believe me. I'm, that was a joke. Do I believe the first part or the second part? I'm not a. I'm a basketball guy. I'm not a hockey guy. That was a joke. Everybody knows I'm not a hockey guy. I just like to make people laugh. So if Biz was in here right now, you'd be like, I'm not a hockey guy, Biz. It depends if I... Uh, Come on, man. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) You'd be like, I love puck. Slinging the puck, (laughs) tape to tape. Yeah. This guy won't stop. I assume these are more dick and balls innuendos? No, no more. Hmm. Where did you... You said you went on for three months, so I assume you got three months worth of notes. Three weeks. I didn't really take notes, but I wrote down a life update. If you want to hear that, sure. Right on. This is yeah. We actually it has been three months. Is that what you're talking about? That's literally the words he just asked. Yes. yes. Okay, my bad. Um, yeah, it was your bad. I'm nervous right now. <laughs> Good. What does this mean Don't for fuck us? Up. What does this mean for us? I feel like this is, is this like, in your life updates. Yeah, but I thought. I don't know. I'm not gonna ask. No, I'm not gonna ask questions. Questions only have always led to your demise. <laughs> That's true. All right, uh, Dana. Life update. I listened to new music. I liked it, but instead I added old music from Project X to my playlist. The movie Project X. Yeah. So it's just was a soundtrack. 20, what year is it? That's 2013. Okay. Right um, yeah. So I listened to like new 21 Savage. I loved it, but I didn't add it. Well, he's British now. Yeah, but. You know, we don't talk about that. Uh, I had a girlfriend for a week. <laughs> I need more details. <laughs> this is a funny story. Which week was this? Yeah, well, what's the time frame here? It's, this was probably the beginning of the three-month. Uh, what's a good word for uh, absence? I guess. Absence is a good word. Hiatus is a better word, but continue. Uh, like November? Like November area? Yeah. Post-Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think it would be around then. Okay. Um, so, she's a fine young lady. She DM'd me on Twitter one day. Respectability, uh, one to ten. Uh, say eight. Eight. Motherfucker. It's always a ten. You failed horrendously. <laughs> Tell your story. I think he was starting at six and then tried to pivot to yeah, seven was, and then went into eight. Uh, he was like, I'm a gentleman. Seven point. <laughs> like, a, like a one bite score. Yeah, Six point two. <laughs> So she DM'd me one day, and she was like, or whatever, we, like, started talking. And she lives in Boston, and I live in New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I went back to Boston, and did I tell you guys I got beers with her at, like, 10 a.m. at South Station? Yes. On, like, a Tuesday? I remember that part. Yeah, yes. that girl. Okay. So I, I saw her, like, two weeks later. I was very drunk. <laughs> we were in a hotel room. Ooh. And I was, I was shit-faced, and she's like, she basically was like, are you ever going to ask me to be your girlfriend? I was like, this is the second time I've met you. But I didn't say that. I was like, uh, yeah, sure. So you wasn't that drunk. 
Yeah, no. You had a little filter left. Mm-hmm. But I didn't say that. I was thinking that, so I was like, yeah, I guess, even though I didn't really want to. This was definitely going to last with that kind of yeah. mentality. <laughs> and uh, so I guess was we were she, going. She was drunk or she was sober? I think she was drunk. I don't remember. But she basically, like, forced me. And I was like, all right, yeah, sure. I don't care. And then I went back to New York. And I didn't see her. I was like, I don't really want to have a girlfriend. Why did I do that? Mm-hmm. And I broke it off. How did you do? How did you go about really? that? Really? I gave her a call. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. No text messages. I'm not a. Fo- I'm not a phony. I thought did, did you call from like a phone booth or something? You feel like you would. No, it would be like a Dana movie. It was a cell phone. How many How many beers did you have before the phone call? I think I was sober for it. Actually. Oh wow. Yeah. It was. You know, I had to just take a deep breath and, you know, figure it out. So what was said? I was like, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Listen, that was past Dana. Future Dana thinks this idea stinks. P.U. is what I give this relationship. Yeah, um, I'm it, was a, my it, was, it was a 10 on the respectability scale of me being nice about it. I'll put it that way. Humble. Yes. Mm. So wait, you did this. If, if my timeline's correct, you saw her for the second. She asked to be in this relationship. Like It was like the third. It might have been the third or fourth time I saw her. So, but like the this conversation happened like early December. I don't remember. I, the timeline is all over the place. Most, how were the hands, man? She did have good hands. I will remember that forever. She had great hands. It's like, it sounded like she like died or something. Yeah, you were talking about like she Chris Carter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, she came across the middle. That was an easy first. Yeah, no, she could drag the toe. <laughs> she had good hands. Uh, yeah, that's why, you know. It's a good pair of hands just gone to waste, as I always say. So do y'all, y'all still talk now? What's the what's the vibe? No, not really. Blocked on Twitter or no? No. Still follow each other. Okay. She's a nice girl. Just don't want a girlfriend after a week. Yeah, she was a seven. We heard you. <laughs> what did she, so what is she was just like okay or she was like hurt or I think she was hurt. But you know, that's what I guess that's what I do. I just I make women fall in love. I was gonna say you hurt people. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I just made a mistake. You seem like you got a smirk. I think you just breaking up with people do something for you. No, I don't like breaking up with people. I just it's a funny story. Like hilarious. <laughs> I think she, yeah, I think she was hurt. Hilarious. <laughs> Scarred her psyche forever. And the other thing is You'll never trust again. <laughs> all right, this is the thing. We didn't even uh, what's the word? We didn't even. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> consummate the relationship. We didn't fuck. I was going to say it more gentlemanly. We didn't have intercourse. Copulate? Yeah. So that was like the other thing. Like, why am I Why am I going out with, like, I don't know. It's a mess. What, okay, was it like a we haven't had the chance to do this? No, like, we had the chance. I would one think of I would, y'all didn't want to do this? Or like what's the, you know. It was just, two, it was mostly me like being an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, so what are you mad at then? I'm not mad at anything. You You sound mad. I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can squint and see him. You can see how mad he is. Oh yeah, clean <laughs> is good. She's a nice. She's a nice lady. I like her. I just don't want a girlfriend at the time. And I still don't. So Having a girlfriend without consummating the relationship or that part first feels like a wild move too. That's what I'm saying. It was mostly my fault though. It, I heard the story. It was 100 yeah. my fault. Oh yeah. Think of it. Yeah. Well, it's also just her because it was. You know, if Rihanna was like, Daniel was being in a relationship, you and Rihanna, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I'm just kind of doing me. Yeah. You don't live in New York. How are you going to make this work? You know what I'm saying? 
I'm too nice. That's what it is. I could have been like, no, nah, I don't. Broke this know. girl's heart. How kind? On Christmas Eve. No, she's fine. <laughs> okay. When was the last time y'all talked? Was that the last time? She actually texted me this weekend because she was in New York, and I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. What'd she say? Uh, she just wanted to hang out. I think it was one of the drunk texts, like a 12 a.m. text, mm. and I was in my skivvies in my bed. Okay, so are you gonna are you gonna consummate it now? Because I feel like you should now. I think that would complicate things. What could be complicated? I can't imagine Dana complicating things in any way, shape, or form. That's why she hit you. Like, man, oh man, she's like, I planned on doing this to him. Now I'll never have the chance. Listen, I don't. I'm listening. That's what we do here. It's in the past. It's in my notes. It was funny. It was a fun story for the boys, and. Now we're moving on. Art. Hell yeah. Right, guys? I didn't break her heart. She's <laughs> fine. She's a nice girl. She, it was a week. If it was like a three-month thing, yeah, I would feel bad. Maybe, the, maybe the, how brief it was. You know how infatuation works? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time yeah. doesn't exist, man. That's true. A week is nothing. A week is everything. All right. Tyler's right. <laughs> He's a thousand percent correct. I'm moving on. Okay. I'm taking control of this podcast. Definitely not, but keep trying. Yeah, not not a chance, dude. <laughs> <But> keep reading. <laughs> um, it's like me walking in Danny Ainge's office, like we're trading Tatum now. He's like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> like, get your feet off my desk. Why are you? <laughs> um, I had a dream. I beat Coley in an argument. Okay, definitely a dream. <laughs> What was the argument? I don't know. That's all I wrote. Kind of you tried, stupid by me. You tried to tell me, like, D.C. was in Ohio or some shit while we were driving by it. Yeah, like, well, well, you know. <laughs> what was the argument about? I don't know. It's just... I think I got to come back to you. It will. You woke up with one of those shit-eating smiles when, when that dream happened? It was probably the best dream of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's funny. Um, somebody tried to buy $230 at JCPenney and $1 at White Castle using my debit card. Okay. I don't know how they got it. Probably, I don't know. I'm pretty loose with my financials. Okay. $1 at White Castle. Yeah. What can you even get for, like, I've never been inside a White Castle. A That's burger. just testing the waters, man. Mm-hmm. It's like getting a McDonald's, yeah, no, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But that one wasn't great. I had to get my new debit card and all that. It's tough. Yeah. Um, I fell in love. Oh, I must have been drunk for this one. I fell in mm-hmm. love with two girls whose numbers I was given, and I never texted them because I'm a giant pussy. Martin. Still working on that one. It, they're like two separate situations. Two like separate they know girls. each other. No, you two, didn't text either one of them. Two separate girls that were like we met in person, and they were like mutual friend. Tell Dana to text me. Here's my number. I haven't done it either of them. How how long of a time frame are we talking here? least a month I've been what are you waiting on, on? i've been are you going like what, what, what are you what are you doing man? it's like tra- uh traveling you know what, what's the point of what am i going to plant the seed is that what you call is it planting the seed yes yeah right, i could plant the seed it's literally exactly I get what nervous. you mean, traveling I get, you know what a lot of traveling is sitting down when someone's like hey you're basically traveling right now you might as well be on a plane somewhere you're doing what you would be doing on a plane you've got time if you want i get nervous these are people that say they want to talk to you. I know. But then I'm going to end up being in a, just going out with them after a week. Oh, what a horrible. <laughs> oh, oh. You know what? I, I, you're right. <laughs> I, like everything I said, struggling from the record. Yeah, now I've seen, I've seen the light. 
<laughs> Listen, I might like her. She might like me. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't work out. We're gonna have a family. Like, what? What do you do with that? Um. So I got to work on that. I'll, I'll plant the seed eventually. Do you run these ideas by Biz and your other pals? No, I don't. I can only imagine. I didn't go on Spit and Chicklets, by the way. I was just there filming. Well, so that's bullshit. That I get. They like, never criticized. have you. Come on now. Like I didn't go on there and start talking about fucking lists I write down. Like that is unnecessary yeah, they criticism. Let you. Yeah, they, they, they yeah. were. No, no, they I, were I could have grabbed the mic. <laughs> I talked to Penelope. She said, they were... <laughs> "Listen, before you got your hand on that mic, Ryan Whitney's hand would have been through your sternum." <laughs> It would have been instant. I'm just picturing them talking about like them interviewing Ray Bork and Dana's like, hold on, guys. Uh, so I, I these two girls, they're they're fighting over me, but I refuse to text them both. What do I do? And then they just take all of their hockey sticks, which I assume they carry at all times, like Ninja Turtles, and beat the hell out of you. I'll take my answer off here. <laughs> this isn't a call-in show. How did you get this number? <laughs> and also my whooping off here. That criticism is unnecessary. I didn't do anything like. I was there. I was, it was a business trip. That's what it was. It was a mm, business trip. Keep throwing Biz's name around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you not texting either one of these women is wild to me. Wild. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it on Wednesday. One of them. Wednesday. The one, yeah. The other one Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow is a is a recovery day. Okay. And Wednesday is the day. Okay. I've been thinking about what to say for a while. I just haven't I haven't planted the seed yet. Hey, is, honest. I think you should call him first. Ooh. Call. I, I would shit my pants. <laughs> You're gonna shit your pants regardless. Like this is straight up. Yeah. What? If, what would happen? Because if you call, you're at least going in there like prepared. What if you text and then they just hit you with a FaceTime like like that? They're not gonna FaceTime you. You don't know that. I do know that. You're putting the ball in. Take there control. Court. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Take control of the situation like we you did with this podcast, which is going oh so well. We don't know each other. Like you don't just FaceTime someone you don't. Know. You know how you get to know somebody you don't know? Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm t- it's like if y'all hadn't talked at all in a month. Well, does like, I'm calling you. do they know your I, number? I, no. Okay, so you can't call. Uh, yeah, well, because I, I would assume it's a bill collector of some sort. I'm gonna text her on Wednesday. I'm gonna say, I'm, "Hey, I'd still call." What you say? I'd still call. They'll yeah. call back. Like it might be Dana B. What is this? The '70s? Making phone calls? Come on, okay. Get out of here. Okay. I'm sorry. That was I don't want to hear it. That was me. When the window napkins blow out the way you like, man, oh, man. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, um, all right, yeah, moving on. One of them you clearly like more, though. I do. Yeah. She's very hot. Uh, good looking. Attractive. So that's Wednesday. Text. Yeah, that's she yes. gets the, she gets Maybe the you should warm up on the ugly one. <laughs> Build your confidence up to the attractive one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody, you don't just step up onto the mound. Yeah, you, know, just, you warm up. Yeah, just be like, "Hey, batting practice catcher." Uh, well, <laughs> hey, five. What's up? <laughs> I got some material I'm gonna work out for someone I actually won't. I'll talk to you for more than a week. <laughs> hey, ugly. <laughs> you know why it took me a month to text you? You stink. That's why. <laughs> I was doing literally anything else. <laughs> ugly ass. <laughs> <laughs> Decrepit hand looking Mrs. Muffin. What the fuck? <laughs> well, okay, so I, now I want to hear more about um, Thursday. What's her? What, the the less hot one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. She's just a hot. I don't know. She's a, a girl. Like I met at a bar. Like a mutual friend. 
<laughs> she not like pussy. <laughs> oh man, Dana, Dana, right now is acting like a, a comic who thought his set was gonna kill, and he's just gasping for air. Like you're doing great, but that's just how you're acting. I'm overwhelmed right now. Oh yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your opening line gonna be in this text on Wednesday? Oh, I've been thinking about it for weeks. That's why I'm asking. Um, I'm gonna say something along the lines of like. Actually, fuck, I don't know what to do. It was like, we met at a bar, and we talked for like 10 minutes, and went Both swimming. girls you met at bars? Yes. Okay. And I'm just going to be like, hey, like. Are these, these girls, they're like, they're pretty hot, right? Yeah. So that tells them absolutely nothing. Yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, remember that time that we, we hung out that one time, and we talked for 10 minutes? I was sick. What did you talk about during the interaction with the hot one? We talked Not about. the swamp monster that you hate. That's. I would never use that word, swamp monster. That is extremely unacceptable. Well, you painted this girl in a very bad light. You're like, ugly, yeah. <laughs> swamp monster, no. We, talk, <laughs> we talked about our jobs. We talked about uh, our friends, our mutual friends. It was just what like, did she do? Like, don't, don't blow her spot up, but what, what, did, what did she do? Something to do with lawyers. I don't know. Did you tell okay. them what you actually did or that you worked in business? I <laughs> You mean finance? Yeah. You've what? called it many things, yes. I wasn't wearing a suit, so I said I said my real job. Okay. I didn't make that one up. <laughs> Already good. You didn't start by lying to this young lady. That's this fine. would be even better if he did have to like text her like, I met you, I was in the suit, I do finance. <laughs> Except my mom did uh, mail me my suit. It's at my desk right now, so I might toss that on and take a stroll down wall street <laughs> that's when you facetime her like oh i just got out of a finance thing uh, buy sell the, buy sell the nasdaq hollywood hogwash <laughs> yeah i would uh i would i would probably lead off with like hey this is dana sorry it's been a month traveling am i right that's what i'm gonna say something about travel and then uh i would i would try and hearken back to something you you two spoke about that night it's exactly what i was gonna do Definitely not. I I'm literally a, just asked you what you were going to do, and you were going to say, hey, remember that time we hung out? It was sick. That, I'm a very good texter. That's a fact. Like, I also... Okay. What that, makes you a good texter? I can have good conversation. I, I know how to keep it flowing. We've there, only ever had you in here to have conversations. I'm not agreeing with this. You, <laughs> I'm better at texting because I can, I can, like, think about what I'm saying instead of being put on the spot and getting ganged up on <laughs> and just ruined every time. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Sorry. So was... it takes you like 20 minutes to respond to t- <laughs> <laughs> I, I can use my brain without being put on the spot okay. in text. All right. You know? Fair. Um, I'm a good texter. I'll say what you, you told me to say. Good. That's good? That's along the lines of what I was thinking. It'll work. Okay. Or she'll be like, I have way. a boyfriend because uh, you've taken a month right. and a half. That would be a devastating turn of events. <laughs> I mean, it's on the yeah. table. This is why you just can't sit with you. What if totally was married? You call him ugly. You're like, okay, pretty turned me down. Let me call him ugly. And she's like, oh, no. I just had very, very pretty surgery. I'm very pretty now. And you're like, fuck. I got the surgery on Wednesday if you were texting me Tuesday morning. <laughs> it was outpatient. I'll see yeah. you picking. You're like, wow. She's a star. Um, all right. I ordered a Kyle Orton jersey. Which uh, team? Uh, Broncos. Okay. What do you order a Kyle Orton jersey from? eBay. Got you. What we need to set up eventually 
is, and I'm, I'm sure eBay wouldn't allow this, but if we could uh, get set up face-to-faces with you buying these jerseys, because I'm assuming it's just going to be another Dana on the other side of the computer. Someone else who no, thought this No, there's was, no such thing as another Dana. Someone else who thought this was like a great idea to purchase at a point in time in, in this lifetime. I tried getting uh, Charlie Whitehurst, but it didn't exist. And Jim Sorgi. Neither of them were out on eBay. Fun fact, I saw Charlie Whitehurst <laughs> at the Cardi B party. Not to brag. What a, what a sentence. Yeah. No, it was like, oh, wow. That's Charlie Whitehurst. Was his hair flowing? Buddy. He had the... Uh, the salad? No, no, he had like the... The, <laughs> the lettuce was growing, daddy. <laughs> the, the man, the strong man bun mm. running into the full beard. Listen... He's a handsome devil. He is. He is clipboard Jesus. Um, I saw the Harvard men's basketball team on my flight, Tommy Amaker. And, okay. And I didn't hit him with a spin move or a crossover. I just sat down and was respectable and tweeted about them instead. <laughs> regret or no? Yeah. Yes. Pretty heavy regret. I they were tall. They were tall men. They were very tall. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would have posted one of their bitch asses. Oh, fuck. I tried to say that's so cool. It didn't come out cool at all. No, I mean, you got halfway there, and then you just abandoned it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say, I would have posted one of their bitch asses up. I mean, you've lost all the luster. I don't even know why you went back to the well. We knew where you were going. They would have made you eat that basketball. All right. Um, uh, I learned how to broil a steak. How about that, huh? Pretty good. Okay. Who taught you? My uh, mother. I was gonna say myself, but that would have been a lie. Yeah, don't lie. Come on, trying to, steady, trying to erase women's contributions to your life. Hmm. <laughs> Hate to see it. Um, I went to Vegas and saw a cool ass Egyptian shit in the Titanic museum, mm-hmm. and took a sick picture on the edge of that Titanic, throwing up the one. Did you put your arms out? <laughs> no, I threw up the one. Hell yeah. I went to Arizona and got drunk with old ladies. Okay. Who I didn't know. But that was Hell really yeah. fun. Did you get any numbers? No, but we were singing uh, Dancing Queen. Okay. We were singing uh, some of the old time stuff. Mm-hmm. All new to you. Yep. You Actually, never no, I'm a big disco guy. And... I am yeah. a big disco oh, okay. guy. Okay. Right. Would, would you ever let your hair down like this in, in front of, uh, if they were closer to your age range? Uh, no. Not like okay, that. Okay, so what? We got to figure out what the divide is, man. Mm-hmm. Why are you not ready to let your hair down? We'll get, we'll get to it. Not today. No, that's but maybe. Oh, actually, you know what? You're a hockey like, guy. Sounds actually, like a future mind. invite to mixtape. I don't know. I'm just saying. Let's finish this oh, one. No. That's not what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Not in the slightest. We were gonna get you a therapist, is what Tyler was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a suit and hung out with the mixtape guys. Haven't worn the suit since, other than the helicopter I went on. Not a big deal. <laughs> There you go with that with, spitting chicklets lingo. No, it was with uh, with Dave, actually. Just I know, Dave. not a big deal is spitting chicklets. Yeah, no, but I can say it. What? Where'd you helicopter to? Uh, it was like 10 minutes just to an airport. <laughs> Whew. Not a big deal. What a flex. <laughs> yeah. We drove somewhere to drive somewhere else. <laughs> Listen, I can say not a big deal Barpool. without being a chicklets guy. Like, everybody says not a big deal. They sell shirts, man. Yeah, but, you know. Once you put it on a shirt, it's yours. That's the rules. Um, I have a tentative plan to clean my bathroom on the 15th and also buy shades for my windows on the 15th. Of February? Yes. We're going to be in Charlotte. Okay, then 
the some Your point after Charlotte. that. <laughs> You're going uh, immediately 15. from oh, Charlotte. Paycheck. Fuck. Yeah, the, I mean, we get paid on the fifth on the fifteenth. So yeah, I assume that's why you were planning it's it around just, that day. No, I'm, it's just yeah, yeah. The Christmas like, bonus goes in. Okay. So I'm gonna buy some. Tell some everyone shit. so we can get robbed that day. Good job, Dana. And he's like, it's okay. They give it to us in cash. So it's- <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, IRS? Like, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's definitely under the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's not much much else in the life of Dana. I ate a lot of Indian food. Uh, yeah, I had a girlfriend for a week. <laughs> I wrote down my rent. Oh, yeah, this is a good <laughs> one. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not that good. Nah, let's hear it. You already hyped it up. Yeah, you, no, you I, were said, I wrote down my reactions to the playlist that Tyler gave me a while ago. Okay. And I just don't know where the, the reactions are, so it's mm. going to take a little bit. Mm. If you want me mm. to keep scrolling, or do you want me to just stop? You're already scrolling. Nah, just that. <laughs> that would, yeah. It's not that good. Just that. The, the ugly versus hot girl thing is so funny to me. I can't believe they <sighs> you denoted them. Like I that. never said she was ugly. I said she's one of them's really hot. I didn't say anything about the other one. The other one could be hot. The other one. It was inferred. What did you say? I said it was inferred. It was. Oh boy. <laughs> one of them uh, very clearly was getting like you said you were going to text one of them, and that, that Wednesday said it all. Wednesday. Why don't you buy some blinds Wednesday too? No. All right. I won't. Fair enough. <laughs> Counterpoint. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, checkmate. I'm I'm flummoxed, stymied even. Oh, I'm, I moved my bed around in my room, so now that, like, my two windows mm-hmm. are just facing my bed. My bed's like I'm here. The windows are facing me, so <laughs> still no blinds. Pretty sure the whole West Village can just see me jerking off. Is that kind of why you set it up that way? Be honest. No, I did it, and then I realized, and I was like, that's what I need to get. I need to get some shades. If I ever have a respectable young lady, the whole state of New York can see me having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't think we have to worry about that. But <laughs> I mean, You on. don't have confidence in me? Not in the slightest, You've no. You've waited a month and a fucking half to text two girls who are interested in you. And had a girlfriend. And it's not like that. It's why I want, I want to, but I... I know. I don't, I I don't have confidence in me either. It's okay. See? So why should I, man? Yeah. You shouldn't. I don't. I won't. You're not selling us uh, any anything to go off of right now. We're at a car. Like these girls came to a, a car dealership. They were like, "We need to buy a car today. I have to get inside a car right now." You, your profession is to sell cars. You were like, "I have cash." I, yeah. You were like, <laughs> "Hold that thought. I'm going to take a three month lunch break." Yeah. You're not wrong. I know. The two, like, and as you're walking past the first client to go to lunch, another client approached you. Another horrific-looking like, client. <laughs> right, yeah. She's like, I need a car with the most tinted windows to hide how ugly I am. I need it now. And you're like, no. You grabbed a wrench and started chasing her around. Get back, <laughs> she-demon. You poked her with the uh, the bad end of a broomstick, didn't you? Yeah. Get back. You guys are being mean. We're just going yeah. off of the information we've been fed. Enough. The information I fed was that one of them is very attractive and one of them is attractive. What's your respectability scale, both of them now? Ten. Both. Fine. 
<laughs> yeah, a nine and a one, huh? That's what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> I have five respects for one and five for the other. Listen. I'm listening. Everything's going to work out at the end of the day. For? Myself. Yeah. And you guys. Definitely us. I just need to uh, figure it out, as they say. What happened in Atlanta? What do you mean? That caused your outburst. I don't know. I blacked out during it. It was it was an inappropriate set of events. I mean, I talked to Tommy Smokes today, and he was still shooken up from this. Listen, I'm not going to say I made a mistake. It's bold. Maybe you should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to take accountability in any way. <laughs> having said that, you can't. I shouldn't have said hashtag done. That was. There's no going back from hashtag done. Like, you wanted the, the the lights were on, and you liked that. I didn't. I don't like that people stick cameras people in my energy. face. I don't like being. Oh, on. but you like doing it to other people, huh? I don't like mm-hmm. when people put it in my face, and I got. I don't know. I got scared. Dave was right there. I love Dave. I'm loyal. I'm very loyal to Dave. He's the reason I have a job. He's the reason I'm a fan of this company, and I got scared. But you also didn't think of the ramifications. Like, hey. This slippery snake over here keeps keeps biting the hand that feeds him. That doesn't scream Team Portnoy to me. And it sounds like Tyler was beating this very same drum. I just well, like you could have said all those things about Dave, and all those could have been true, and where does still the hashtag done come into it? Because you guys were being mean. I wasn't even there. <laughs> you guys were that was, mean. I thought that was the whole thing. You guys haven't talked to me in three months. I, we didn't talk to you. What do you mean we are being mean? You know how many times I'm sitting at my desk and Coley walks by and I say, hey, can I come on the podcast? We don't record here anymore. That's no, not true. Know. Where are we right, right now? Anthony. You're right, because the, the room's open. And what did I do? That was because I forced your hand. No, you did By saying hashtag on. So I'm winning right now. <laughs> That's This is... Did, did you see what Ndamukong Sue said after the game? No. What did he, he say? He said they completely eliminated Julian Edelman from the game. Okay, like... Once the clock struck zero, like what? <laughs> yeah, after like minute sixty-one through seventy-five, that guy put up no numbers. My brain what? is starting to go right now. I'm winning right now. Yeah, I'm winning. Did you just hear the comparison I just made, or were you too busy comparison. focused on your brain? That was a dumb comparison. You're dumb. That was me. <laughs> Dana gets so far ahead of his skis, like you could see it coming. Too. Oh boy. Okay. That yeah, tell tell the dumb ugly guy what you were gonna say. My plan is working. I said <laughs> I was gonna say hashtag done to get back on the podcast, and now I'm here. So mm-hmm. boom, I'm winning. Yeah, yes. And now we're all you friends again. Just to be on the podcast, man. I did. Okay. No need for this. Before we left for Christmas, what did I say? I don't know. Of course you I don't. don't. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I said I want you on the year end episode because that would be a really good one. And then what happened? And then you said we're just talking about Simpsons. Do you know the Simpsons? No, said, that was no. a completely different episode. And then I was like, "Yeah, well, let me come on." And you're like, "All right." Yeah, the only thing we had time for in this studio because this, the two studios have been completely taken over since radio started was the Simpsons one because people weren't here that week. That's one of twelve times I've asked to be on. Listen, what does your other favorite podcast say? PFT always says never invite yourself. On I don't not ask. Podcast. I said, hey, you guys uh, recording today? Just, you know, a little nudge. One of those. And you're always like, yeah, you want to come on? And I just never get on. It feels like it sounds like I was saying yes all the time, according to you. I don't know. Sounds like passive aggression didn't work. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
Who knew? I can't get a girlfriend. All these girls keep texting me. I won't respond. I don't know what's I happening. I don't get it. I don't know. I'm Are you tr- still winning? No. <laughs> In fact, I'm losing. <laughs> that deck of cards uh, crumbled quickly. I gotta stop. I gotta stop trying to form words and win arguments because it's you, just. Did going you terrible. see when he was announcing that his brain was working? The the face that that overcame him. Yeah, it was. Like a blue screen, like Microsoft reset. Like I, I just had to recalibrate. Okay, can I just make a statement? Oh boy, this is not written down or anything. This is a pa- impassioned from my heart. Okay, I love the N word. Wow! In February, Jesus, Dana. Have you even wished Tyler a happy Black History Month yet? I thought you were gonna say birthday. I was like, shit. My, I really yeah. Well, listen, my, I got a birthday coming up too. Speak. Okay, happy Black History Month, Tyler. You racist. No, <laughs> Alright. I love the mixtape guys. Same. You guys are my are my pals. I consider you friends. I consider you my you have grown me as a human. You have grown me as a as a person who is able to speak on a podcast. Uh, I don't want credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> you must have been down real bad before. <laughs> Keep going. You are my you are my favorite people at this company. Thank you. Sometimes you have to make decisions, and you have to put your fist down. You see that shit? I just fucking fisted the table. And when you don't get on the podcast, the decision. Okay. <laughs> when these people that have grown you and made you into the human that you've become deny you time after time, you have to make a statement, and you have to say, "Listen, I'm here to stay, motherfucker." You said the opposite of that. What do you mean? I'm here to leave. He said I'm done. <laughs> Many times. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. When are you getting the tattoo? It's now I don't know if I want to get it. Wow. Because hmm. I don't know what your guys' intentions are with me. You know how it feels? We sound to like be, uh, any... unsure with someone's <laughs> intentions. Yeah. Sound like every Just girl think. you've spoken to. <laughs> I'm here to help you guys with your videos. I'm here to, if you want me on the podcast, I'll talk whenever you want. I'm here to do Apparently that. not. That was, that was what we were going off of before, and all of a sudden we're at this place. I'm here to do that, but you have to understand, I can still be... I ain't gonna understand shit. Mm-hmm. I can be loyal it's to... It's February. To, he doesn't have to do anything. I can be loyal to both you guys and Dave. I believe that's true. I think that's, I think that's it. So that's where it's like, okay, so hashtag done would prove to fly in the face of that. The hashtag done was a little much, I guess. You drop a hashtag, listen... You drop a hashtag done on on Dave in one of these little I would never brains rebooting moments that you get every I once never, in a while. I would never. Who do knows? That. Sometimes you just fly off the handle. You guys just mess with my brain, and I start saying stuff. Yeah, I don't Dave mean. never does that to people. <laughs> you guys put me in bad positions sometimes, and I don't know what to say. Like right now, I'm just you talking still can't in circles. take accountability. Can't you still take- can't take accountability in the same way. Uh, yeah. You diss us in front of the uh, the bright lights of the Super Bowl. Apologize in the in the podcast closet. Okay, I genuinely you apologize to me on the same form you wronged me on. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. that's really how you feel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am genuinely apologetic. So recreate the Super Bowl this week. <laughs> we're, all, we're all cramming <laughs> back into Atlanta. Yeah, we're going back to the Ivy for another. <laughs> The whole week. Just run it all back. Like, there's not a game at the end. I was like, I'm working on it. 
I just sometimes I struggle with trying to be liked by everyone. I'll put it that way. How about that? Okay? And I love you guys. I'm looking at you, Coley, right in the face. Tyler. In that camera. camera I, can see. I love you guys. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay? I apologize. That was heartfelt. You know it was heartfelt. Less than five minutes ago, you said I was dumb and that you were winning. Why? <laughs> hey, man. No, that was like seven minutes ago. I don't want to. I don't like drama. I don't like look. There's a kid out there who's responding to all my tweets, calling me ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? What's his name? Who's doing? I don't know. Uh, whoever that is, stop that. That's not. <laughs> nah, that's not. Good. We didn't sick that person. I. Oh, you sicked him. <laughs> Maybe they just think you ugly. Like it's just independent. Yeah, you think of this of other people. I don't know why people can't think right. of you. Maybe is it that girl? She's she's been getting no, even. No. It could be Tyler's burner account. For all I know, that'd be very nah. funny. That would be a le- listen. You've given me an idea. <laughs> Every tweet I have, it's this is going back to, like, I don't know, a month ago when I said I'm making waffles and someone was like, "Shut the fuck up, dude." <laughs> Every tweet I have is like, hey, "Dude, did you're you shut a snake." The fuck up, <laughs> did you shut the fuck up though? Uh, no, I didn't. I kept on tweeting. Rebel, bad boy. Every tweet I have, there's at least two to three people being like. You're a snake, Dana Durant. I hate you. You're ugly. This kid's name is Max from Duncan. He keeps saying you're ugly. Okay, Max, love the consistency. <laughs> Don't call him ugly. I'm a snake. Like That's accurate. Oh, I tweeted about the, the game yesterday. Somebody just goes, shut up. <laughs> okay, I don't think that was us. I, so I, well, no, he said, shut up, snake. And then, No, that's a separate guy. That was us. Oh, you got another shut up. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't think that was us. Not just, our kind. I just responded saying my B to both of them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I love it. I love it. We're, uh, how do you think you get Milton tough? Not by how you're doing it. You got to take some bumps and bruises along the road. I've always said that for millenniums make, now. Make an omelet. Ain't that right? How, how, what, how's your handle written? Me? Yeah, is it Dana underscore B? No, no, Dana B underscore number three. Shout out to my Twitter. Like number spelled correctly? Yes. Okay. You said it was oh, waffles wow. you were making? <laughs> yeah. I, you don't have to look for the tweet. He literally just said, shut the fuck up. But I want to search like you're at and shut the fuck up and millions of people could have said that. Like I want this, I want the waffles one in particular. I can tell you what the tweet was. I said, I have had a multitude of waffles today, which is a stupid tweet. I don't know why I tweeted that. <laughs> and some dude with, like, one follower. No, I'm not seeing the reply, which is killing You've been me. living in your head for months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is literally September. Hey, yeah, you fucking... <laughs> you were swirly. <laughs> Uh, I'm not seeing the reply. <laughs> Somebody tweeted at, at me in September also, so I don't know if that helps. Listen, okay, so if people are out there, if you search and you find that tweet, don't <laughs> at Daniel. Do not. He might have deleted it. He might have heard himself and be like, you know what? That was kind of mean. Maybe. No, I'm here for it. I'm here for the bumps Listen, and If bruises. that happened to anybody else, though, you'd be cracking up. You know what, Tyler? <laughs> I deserve it. I deserve to be called a snake. I deserve to be called Durant. I deserve to be told to shut the fuck up. I deserve to be like, hey, you're an idiot. You're a traitor. You're stupid. I deserve it all. How about that? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) That's hilarious. 
I'm taking accountability for my actions right now. <laughs> if you want to tweet at me, anytime I tweet, I challenge you Start guys thinking to tell me to you shut talk. up. I don't know why you oh, do boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Next time you see you in the street, spit in my face, please. <laughs> <laughs> I keep $1,000 cash on me in my left pocket at all times. And those sweatpants, very easy to get in and out of. The other thing is my like my family like they don't know anything about Barstool or like anything I do on this podcast, and they'll see these like replies be like Dana, what did you do? How like, do they see these replies? Like my dad has a Twitter, oh, and, boy. and he'll see my replies and be like, dude, what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> we raised you better than this. My son. sister retweeted all of the You're Ugly ones yesterday. There's like ten that's of them in a row. Older sister, young sister, older. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're just getting internet bullied all over the place. That's fine. Listen, I it can't all be sunshine and rainbows, as they say. Yeah. Well, it take, takes a little rain to get those rainbows. Ain't that right, Dana? That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. What's that 50 Cent song? When it rains, it pours. That applies somehow. Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Meteorologist? Dana? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you don't want to hear a, a sick word? I... Learned from uh, being with the Chicklets guys. Sure. About about meteorology. Crepuscular rays. They're the rays that si- that shine through that look like you're like in heaven. Crepuscular. Spell it. C-R-E-P-E-S-C-U-L-A-R. I'm nasty at spelling, by the way. Yeah? If we had a spelling bee, just like us three, I would murder you guys. Defenestrate. D-E-F-E-N-E-S-T-R-A-T-E. Good job. Yeah. Jones Ooh, u- okay. Jones uses that one a lot. Because I taught him that word. Yeah, defenestration. Wait, where did y'all finish in this? Spe- Who on the spelling, the office spelling bee? KFC? K Marco, mm-hmm. maybe? No, it wasn't K Marco. K Marco hosted it. All right, I have to do, uh, I have to finish up a video, but do you guys have any questions or concerns for me? No. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Go eat your waffles. No, pretty good. <laughs> Talk to your ugly girl. How did I, how did I do today? Uh, I mean, it was a fucking roller coaster. There were points where you were very apologetic. There were other points you were calling me dumb and uh, <laughs> saying, you, saying you were taking control of the podcast. And... We, we bust balls around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got talking about dicks again. So what's the future look like for, for the boys? Fucking mystic of some sort. I don't know. All right. All right. Am I invited to... Uh... The next trip we go on? Yes. We already talked right. about this at length. All right. Get your headphone out of the, off the mic. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. See you thank later, you. Dana. Say it back. Tyler said thank you. All right. That's good enough. Have Take a good day, Dana. All right, mm-hmm. bye. Good luck you with too. Your, good luck with your text. Uh, yeah, we'll, um, we'll write it Both out together. Yeah? Yeah. So I've, we're going to do it here. I'll send. I'll show it to you before I send it. Okay. If you put a timestamp on Wednesday, that's it, like you have to send it. It'll be after work. I'll do it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Can't wait. Sorry, Tyler. He didn't say anything. Cause I, I don't know if he knows what you're sorry for. Black History Month. Yeah, he said Black History Month is what he was sorry for. Mm. Didn't think you deserve the whole month. Mm. Yep. And now he just keeps saying the N word. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, typical Dana. He'll do that. Massachusetts boy, don't forget. Oof. Uh, listen, how could I? 
So uh, how was it seeing all your former teammates this week? That was amazing. Amazing. So I wish all of these people I've tweeted about would have been meaner so I could keep tweeting about them. Now I'm kind of – now I'm in a corner. I'm like, wow, maybe Emmett Smith was good. It's like I don't, I don't know which way is up anymore, man. you got to stop meeting people, it sounds like. Correct. I went, to, I, I went outside of my house every single day for a week. I was like, I don't know if I've ever done that in my life. Would not recommend. <laughs> Will not repeat. Uh, you made another smash single with Sunny Digital. That's all we can say about it per order of Big Cat. Yes. It, it, it's it's fire. Oh, I've I'll heard it. leave it at that. I've heard yeah, it. Yeah, it's fire. It's very strong. Um, trying to, you, were, you were so close with Calvin Ridley there to being like a heartbeat away from Julio Jones. Yeah, no, I absolutely pulled the fire alarm and went out the back door uh, to make sure he – I wanted no parts of that. It's all fun and games and a podcast. They can't see me, but if it, he blacks both my eyes, I got to roll up to the eye. It's not a good look for me. No, no, I would agree with that. He beats me, or even worse, he's just really nice. He's like, hey, man, I understand what you're saying. He's like, I, I try really hard. He's like, the touchdown thing, it bothers me too. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> he just punched me in the stomach. Like, I'd much rather you just punch me in the stomach. He's like, yeah, man, I, it bothers my kids, my wife too. I'm like, no, no. Yeah, when I lost my earring at Lake Lanier, I was I was trying to drown myself due to the due to the touchdown thing. Yeah, he's like, that, was, that was my one family heirloom. I'm like, stop, stop saying things. But, yeah, it was a good time. The Super Bowl itself. What, what did you did you watch the entire game? You. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like that defensive uh, throwback smash mouth football. Listen, honestly, I enjoyed the first, like the first half to me felt like defensive, like a defensive battle, hmm. and like I thought that was what I was like. I thought the Patriots looked like unprepared. I was like, I don't think it's I don't know it's unprepared. It's just like. The Rams were really prepared, so it's like, okay, let's take a timeout. Like, let me, okay, let me take another timeout. Let me make sure I'm seeing what I'm, what I think I'm seeing. The second half, like especially the Rams, they had like at least two touchdowns. Like they just missed out on. And even y'all, I feel like y'all had like a lot of drives going. And it's like, how do they still have no points? It didn't make any sense. So like the second half stunk. I enjoyed the first half, but okay. no, everything stunk. What I appreciated about the game was it felt like the fourth quarter got there very quickly. So it wasn't like stinky football that kept stopping. Yeah, I agree. Like there was no... It was a relatively quick Super Bowl. There wasn't a single replay, right? Uh, I don't think so. And I'm trying to think. I can't even really remember any... Like it felt like a well-officiated game. Like am I missing anything? No, I saw... People like not were, perfect, but I felt like it was just like fairly. It just seemed like it wasn't really a, a talking point to me. People were bitching early when Burkhead got murdered by Roby Coleman. Like he caught the ball and just immediately <laughs> got a helmet to helmet. People were like, "Oh, classic Patriot!" I was like, "What the? F- that's a very easy call to make." Listen, I kind of like Roby Coleman just going in on the, the Roby Coleman. Yeah, just fuck me. it. <laughs> He's like, hey, it got me here. It got me like it's uh, sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't. We're gonna keep running this play till the wheels fall off. And yeah, I don't hate it, yeah. but listen, I, like it was a very blatant penalty. The other one I thought they were gonna call was when Goff was scrambling late, and our corner, I think it was Jonathan Jones, just like 
buried him like as he was like yeah. about to step out of bounds i was like yeah week seven i feel like they call that every time super bowl i guess that one gets let go but i fully expected a flag there no for sure i like that's golf's pocket press i don't even say it's not even his awareness is just like so weird like i feel like he sees he's like a second late and i think i get like i think it's just part of like being young like mm-hmm. he won't always be this way because like as he was going out of bounds like i could see the guy coming in and i was like oh no like he, like you have to get out of bounds he's going <laughs> to drill you like even if he takes the flag if he just lays a good one on your starting quarterback it's like it's worth it and like that where stuff is like you can't take that sack. The sack where he almost got drilled and just ended up on both his knees. Like, what can you do? Oh, yeah. That was tough. Like, yeah. you you can't take those. That's like a second later. I would realize that. Mm. Kyle Van Noy, to, to Goff's credit, Kyle Van Noy didn't appear all that close to him. And then before he knew it, he was on top of him. No, for sure. That's why I was like, oh, how'd they drop that guy in on the screen? But even it's yeah, you can't like take that sack. so many things. Yeah that took them either out of like Greg, the legs in the dome and range is usually like 65. So it's like, just keep giving yourself a chance. Those are the sacks you can't take. Yeah. I thought the high tower sack too, also knocked them out of field goal range. Cause I know, uh, Zerline's like planter foot was fucked up. Yeah. But he drilled that one. Uh, not so much at the end. I think he was just like, you know what? No one else wants to score points. I'm done too. Yeah. What the, no, no, no. His only field goal missed in that stadium all year, which is hilarious. It's from Greg. De- who maybe like, is he the best kicker right now? He or Tucker? Well, no. I mean, Goskowski missed in the first. Well, yeah, Gos- yeah. Good man, but which yeah, is just what he does shit. in Super Bowls. He just ends up missing either an extra point or a fucking I field goal. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Atlanta. The punters were incredible. Yeah, there were a lot of random like oh wow I think the guys I think Johnny Hecker's the MVP if the Rams win. I was uh, while it was still three three I was pushing for Matthew Slater just because yeah he, yeah he had a number of like he was he was it was the one where he was just showing out he got down there and he's like watch this <laughs> <laughs> like down to the three with his dick he's like yeah yeah I like Edelman had. Over 100 yards, like, I think before the game started, he was just handed 100 yards, and I was like, well, we've only got three points, so if we win 6-3 here, I'm not going to want to hear, like, the wide receiver argument. I'm going to want to be like, no, our field position clearly won this game. Yeah. Uh, they absolutely never would have given it to him, but that would have been electric. But, that would have been great. Bill Belichick's like, I'm giving him the max craft. I don't care. <laughs> that money we, we saved from the Jimmy G trade, all to Slater. And Kraft's like, yeah, okay, all right. Listen, you want us the game? You're fine by me. Uh, I don't know if you saw any of my blogs. I've only got one hour of sleep because I was just up till. Oh, oh, listen, I saw you working, Daddy. I was. I, I had a. I had a six twenty-five train from Boston back to New York today to be back for like the yak and everything. Yeah. And I, it was like two thirty. And I was like, well, three hours of sleep is going to do me nothing. So I'm just going to. There's enough to piss me off. Right. So I'm just going to, like, and I stink at waking up. Like, I'm better if I just stay up. Like, I'm a a dead person right now, but it's just better than if I had just, like, I slept for, like, an hour on the train. Just, like, the worst sleep ever. Just didn't even count. Um, 
like it, it takes more energy like going and getting back to sleep than you would have just say like if I just closed my eyes and listened to music. Right. Right. And like I feel like the sleep didn't even really count because it was like I had on like podcasts and stuff and I was just like not fully asleep at all. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what is happening. You played through the pain, man. Yeah, you have to. But <clears throat> A, uh, Sony Michelle had statistically the second best running back playoff stretch of all time, only behind Terrell Davis's 97 run. Where he was just who on... was three? Do you remember who was three? Was it like also Terrell Davis? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Um, because there... I thought it was like or like Jamal Anderson. No, there was. Let me see if I can find it. It was like um, there were a lot of guys who. So it was like I was basing it off of yards per carries and touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Davis was tops in both. He averaged like five point one, and he had eight touchdowns over four games. Jesus. Um, there were a bunch of guys who had six touchdowns, but none of them had, which is what, uh, Sony finished with, but none of them had Mm. like, like he was at 4.71 yards per carry and no one else was even over four or five. Okay. Um, and then there was one guy who had like, uh, 11 carries for 19 yards, six touchdowns. I was like, all right, I don't know if I'm going to count. Jerome Bettis. (laughs) It was, it was. It was one of those Redskins guys. Uh, and so, and uh, Sony was the only rookie to ever have five touchdowns, let alone six. So I, I, I call it the best rookie running back playoff stretch of all time and just the second best overall running back stretch of all time. And there were a lot of people, one specifically, Uh-oh. Who, Uh-oh. who were real low on that pick when it happened. <laughs> Couldn't be me. No. Uh, listen, I would have taken Sonny Michelle first, Saquon Barkley second. Oh, I don't even mean like the never draft a running back first round people, just like <laughs> no, yeah. specifically Sonny Michelle. That way, yeah. And I think he made his debut, if I remember correctly, against the Lions, a game in which no one played well because we got blown off the fucking field. Matty Ice, man. <laughs> Top seven staff. And that was being held, like, really just against him and not, like, the uh, Hightower got killed that game, too. It's like, Hightower just came off, like, a terrible injury, man. We can't give him any time to get back. Like, we... No! <laughs> so, shout out, uh, Sony. Just a monster all playoffs. Absolute monster. Very happy he's going to be here for a while. Just run him, run him through his whole rookie contract. I don't care. I don't care what happens to him after that. And my other take that I, st- I still feel is correct. Mm-mm. Dante Hightower is the single best Super Bowl defensive player of all time. Mm, I don't know about that one. I'm sure there are other people who have had. Indiv- How many has he got? Three? Three. Okay. And I'm sure other people who have had single games that were way better than any of his individual games. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's done it, like all three Super Bowls, his fingerprints are like, you can't win any of those three games without him. Like, How many is, so is he three and two? How many has he no, been in? He's, in he's three for three. Lot? He's only three and oh. Because he was out last year. 
Ah, uh, okay, got you. Which that's why I was, I was like, he was on one, but he didn't play. Got you. Right? Yeah, he only played five games last year before he was yeah. out. And that's your top defensive, I guess. <laughs> the two sacks he had were incredible. Like when he like we he doesn't rush that often, but when he does, it's always like, oh, he could if he just did this exclusively, he might be the best in the league at this. Like he just <laughs> just gets the yeah, fuck like, out nah, of the I'm, quarterback. I'm pretty good. <laughs> So he has the the Marshawn Lynch tackle that set up the Butler interception mm-hmm. where he had a torn peck. He takes on Russell Okung at the line, just bench presses him off of him, and then takes down, like, would you say Marshawn's, like, the hardest to take down one-on-one running back of his generation? Second to uh, Pete Carroll, whoever the fuck called that play. <laughs> no, yeah, he's got to be up there. That's what I mean. So top three. Like, hardest yeah. to tackle one-on-one running back of yeah, this generation? Sure. Like, if I had one yard, it's like, and I need a guy, I'm probably going to Marshawn Lynch. Like, uh, apparently not, so maybe we can't give him that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> if he stinks, yeah. <laughs> I would have went to uh, Sharkhandrick West. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he did that, uh, set up the Butler interception. Obviously, Pete Carroll has to be an idiot for the Butler interception, but if Hightower doesn't make that play, that it decision never even comes to like fruition yeah. like they just doesn't matter yeah. yeah they just win the game yeah and then the falcons one it was 28 12 goskowski had just missed a fucking extra point and hit a field goal such a dickhead <laughs> and matt ryan like it was third down so they were going to punt if it were an incompletion but punting obviously field flips most likely and it was we didn't we, we were pretty short on time, uh, mm. and Hightower calls his own number. He sees how they're set up. He blitzes outside. I can't remember who's playing left end at the moment, but he blitzes like inside him, and just absolutely pants Devonte Freeman, and strip sacks Matt Ryan. Puts us at I think the twenty five, which was enormously helpful. We scored immediately. Yeah. Made it twenty eight twenty. The rest is history after that. And then yeah. the last night, I mean, when Chung went out, I got a little nervous. I started thinking about Rodney Harrison, who also shattered yeah. his arm in a Super Bowl. Was it like first quarter? It was relatively early too, right? It was first half for sure, wasn't it? I believe it was the for Chung or Harrison. Chung. Yeah, it was second quarter or was it no i think it was the like very very beginning of the third quarter well okay i feel like because i saw him like walking out like before they walked out so i remember thinking i was like was it before halftime or maybe, maybe it was, after it was. Halftime. you might be right i don't know yeah but i all i remember is him getting up and once he said fuck the cart and just walked i was like all right this defense is gonna be <laughs> jacked up because that's such a like thing that doesn't matter but also matters a ton right yeah and then he was like, he just like got a sling and then just stood on the sideline for the rest of the game and was like calling out plays. So Chung was still there, but I knew the rest of the defense was going to be like, all right, like we're now we got to fuck shit up. And that I put on Hightower, Hightower. So I guess the Patriots defensive plan, they played golf kind of how they played Manning in 03-04, where Manning, do you remember when you used to play against Manning on Madden, especially if it was the computer? Yes, I did not like it. Yeah, Yeah. he would take it all the way down to like one second and he'd do a fucking million audibles. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, the Rams don't do exactly that, but they do wait till the last second with the headsets to, like, actually call the play since they run out of the same personnel all the time. Yeah. So we <laughs> just use hand signals, and Hightower was calling most of it. I mean, they were all talking that you have to, but Hightower was calling most of it, and, I mean, golf was flummoxed the entire game. The entire game. Like, I'm kind of, like, if, of course that worked. I'm just amazed that, like, is that just what you do now? Well, like, I know, and everybody, of course, doesn't have, like, the personnel and the timing and everything to pull it off, but. But, like, if we played Breeze, we couldn't have done that. No, for sure. That's what I'm saying, but it's like, is that, is golf just, fit? is he, is he a system quarterback is basically what I'm asking. Yeah, I, I mean. Column, yeah. <laughs> I think he's just super young, and it was mean for Belichick to dial up, like, an old defense he used to use for Peyton Manning. Uh, <laughs> but it fucking worked, so it made yeah. Just take advantage of, like, we didn't do that shit against Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like, we were just like, no, we're just going to make sure we're, like, very much on top of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and hope Sammy Watkins doesn't beat us. Nearly did. Um, Yeah, I I feel like Mahomes (laughs) would welcome that. It's like, yeah, yeah, show me another one. I like this. But we basically played, uh, from what I've heard, we played zone on everyone except Cooks, who we just stuck uh, Stephon Gilmore on, who... I mean, Gilmore's, like, the best corner in football right now. Like, I don't even think that's, like, a lie. He's, I mean, yeah, he's got to be, if he's not him, he's up there, for sure. I know he was graded the number one quarterback. That's not the end-all, be-all by any means. But, like, his first, like, month as a Patriot, remember he, like, locked his account because he was playing so poorly, people were being like, you don't deserve all this money. The Patriots were doing that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was shocked, too. But I was like, ah, oh, this guy's not fit for this like if you're locking your account on twitter because people are being mean to you like i don't think it's gonna work out i was wrong very wrong because he's been incredible ever since like october of last year yeah he's i mean like cook still had a a good game but it was i think the numbers yeah, like he, oversell his impact like and that's not on cooks because no. a lot of it was golf was like i don't know what the hell i'm doing and he like I, cooks had like i think two or three receptions on that final drive where the Patriots were just like, if you're going to stay in the middle of the field, fine. We don't care. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah. And even that. He also should have had that touchdown where he was just like in the end zone, sitting down like Jared, please. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm, and I, Devin McCourty ran a two, one. No, no. Jason. 20 yard. uh, Yeah. Yeah. The other one. (laughs) It was like, my only chance is to just try to destroy your, your, your solar plexus. He, I thought I thought they were going to have to bring like an ambulance out because of how McCordy like ran into the fucking upright. Well, I was like, this is one of those, I think Cooks just takes those hits and it's like, oh yeah, no, no, the other one's not going to get up either. It's insane how like far McCordy ran in, like I'm looking at screenshots now that I'm going to text you because I haven't seen it from this angle yet. And it's absurd. Like, it was absurd watching it, because we got burned against the Chargers with a handoff that didn't get handed off. Um, yeah. And so, like, we've had that problem before. McCordy was like, not today. <laughs> Just yeah, won't, no. won't do it. Yeah, holy smokes. He's not even in the he's picture. Legit. No, he's, he's legit, what, 17, 18 yards away, and the ball is in the air. I don't 
Is that even? No, that's not. That's not the. It can't be. I don't even think that's him. Either way, like I, in the first picture, I don't think that's him. <laughs> it shit might not be because how like that person wouldn't run like they wouldn't be able to run yeah, in that angle. Uh, yeah, I need somebody to post a gif. Yeah, the I forgot about the the Ben Watson one getting Champ Bailey. Oh that, yeah, that, like, like that was a great one. But even then, that's a play that's haunted me because I feel like with modern reviews they would have actually called that a touchback but at the time they didn't have so many angles mm. and because at the mo- at in that moment i was like he was literally on the centimeter line there was nowhere else the ball could have gone like right. it could have only been a touchback here yeah. so when it happened against the jets like the first touchback they called a couple years ago i was like i've been waiting for this literally since 2005 i've been waiting for this exact call finally it came the old long con. When Austin, I think it was like Austin Safarian Jenkins, like fumbled while he was scoring a touchdown. They were like, nope, touchback. Sucks to be you, pal. What can you do? <laughs> yeah. KFC was so mad. I was like, buddy, trust me. Ben Watson mean anything to you? He was like, no, yeah, it I doesn't. <laughs> it sure, surely does not. Um, But yeah, back to Hightower, like three Super Bowls just dominating in all of them and then the one you don't play in you give up 41 points and the other ones you i mean 24 to the seahawks is too many but he made that play Mm. uh the falcons they had the pick six did they score all the rest on offense yes i think so there's no like kick return or anything i don't say i feel like like they got helped by it but not a touchdown okay I'll check and make yeah, sure I think that. they were short fields. I don't remember them like having yeah, like, a long drive. Shanahan was like, ooh, let's play the fuck up. I like that. But yeah, Hightower to me, just like he's, and this is something that's only going to piss Patriot fans off. He's the best 54 to ever play for the Patriots. I don't, that's oh, no disrespect to Teddy Bruschi. Teddy Bruschi was a yeah, I was say, who's I was thinking Bruschi. Yeah, it's Teddy Bruschi, whose jersey you will still see all over Gillette any given Sunday. Hightower has been that fucking guy. Why he was, why he fell to twenty five, where we were allowed to draft him? No idea. No idea. Well, it's like he's a he's a linebacker that's not a edge rusher. I think he could be. <laughs> No, but that's the thing. But he's not. So it's again, <laughs> and he should be. So he's like, yuck. So it's one was like, oh no, 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 I'm really good. Like I remember that with Ke- I was like, I don't know where Keekley's gonna go. I feel the same about Roquan Smith. It's like right. I, I don't, I don't know where you're gonna go because you're not like a line, like you're not rushing the edge, but you can do everything else. Like those guys just seem to work out time and time again. Yeah, just time and time again. And I, I look back at that draft to see, like, if there were some huge fuck-ups. And, of course, there are a couple, but, like, right. uh, like Stephon Gilmore went nine. I was like, pretty good pick. And, we, we like, Hightower wasn't even the first defensive player we took. We took Chandler Jones at 21 or 23, somewhere, I think 21. Yeah, another good pick, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, 21. Yeah, so, I mean, I... I, I would I would argue for a guy who uh, gets no credit drafting like decent draft for Belichick. Yeah, no, pretty good. Yeah, this is this is a pretty good draft though, or first round. Yeah, it was Luck IG three, and then I can't remember. Matt Khalil, duh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now Keekley, Gilmore, Don Terry Poe, and Fletcher Cox went back to back to back to back. Pretty good. Fletcher Cox is also insane. He is really good. 
That's the take. But yeah, no, my take remains, if I had to, especially like, even just thinking of, of Patriot play, like we've never allowed fucking three points in a Super Bowl before. The 85 Bears gave up 10 to Tony Eason. Like I don't, I think three points is preposterously low. Yeah. And that Rams offense wasn't a, like a joke. It's not, and it's not like, um, who's their white receiver? Uh, Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup. It's not like he got hurt in the NFC Championship game. He got hurt in, like, the middle of the season. Like, he's been out. Like, they've been yeah. fine without him. And three points. Like, I, of course, Jason McCourty made that play. Uh, Gilmore made the interception after we sent an all-out blitz that the Rams were just not ready for, even though we had, like, nine guys at the line of scrimmage. They were like, no chance. Oh, no, here they all come. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That's that's on us. We should have maybe should have seen that one coming. Uh, but high tower to me, if I had to pick a defense and like their only goal, like it wasn't for a whole season, their only goal was like, hey, we have to go in the Super Bowl. I don't know if I could pick anyone else in good faith. No, he's really like I was looking. I knew he didn't have like a lot of yeah, like one Pro Bowl and one All Pro. Like I, I thought he had more than that. Mm-hmm. But no, again, I agree. He's really good. Yeah, yeah no. was watching very much so watching. Like, him dominated Bama was like, I don't know. Like, again, for that exact – it's like, I, I know that he he's not going to get, like, 15 sacks. Like, I, I get it. He kind of does everything else. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And, like, he had the the pass deflection to start the third quarter that should have been an interception. Like, hmm. I'm not going to hold it against him that he didn't intercept it. It would have been nice if he had intercepted it. Uh, then Gilmore punched that ball out. He almost he did everything in his power to try and recover that inbounds. That didn't break. He was just so all over the field all game. And it's just like he's done it three times now. And the one time he wasn't there when we made it to the Super Bowl, we fucking get a 41 hung, hung on us. Like, I don't think that happens if he's out there. Yeah, he's like if Gerard Mayo was good. All right, that's your Tennessee bias, Sean. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> he is better than Mayo. Mayo was very good. That's, that's not a diss. No. Both, both things are true. <laughs> Tennessee piece of shit now. <laughs> I've only heard very nice things about Gerard Mayo. I've never heard. No, again, yeah. <laughs> Tremendous player. Probably even better human being. Definitely. Definitely. But, yeah. Patriots. Well, I mean, this is this is the opposite of where – th- well, not the opposite. But, like, in 07-08, when, like, the Red Sox won – and then the Patriots were undefeated going into the Super Bowl, and it was KG and Ray Allen's first year in Boston. I was like, we fucking got it. We got the season sweep. We're going to go the whole year. Just every of the three major, I don't give a shit about hockey, of the three major sports, yeah. like Boston's going to win all of them. And there's going to be an undefeated team in the middle of that. Somehow the fucking undefeated team fucked it up. And yeah, they dropped the bag, man. What can you do? The Celtics held up their end of the deal. The Red Sox won theirs. Now it's like, yeah, the the Celtics and and – or the Patriots and Red Sox won, but like the Warriors are a team. Like, there's nothing we can do about that. Mm-hmm. I would take the the city like season sweep over nineteen and zero. No, for sure. I will, yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. Like, that's an incredible flex. Yeah, because nineteen and zero really only like if you don't care about football, you don't care at all. Really, like, right. nobody cares about the seventy two Dolphins. Right. So the, for a C, yeah, easily. Yeah, for the whole – because it's like – I'm just picturing, like, the ESPYs, too. 
which no one ever cares about, but when they do, like, best team, and it's just, like, the Celtics, the Patriots, the Red Sox, Atlanta United. <laughs> that's, oh, hell yeah. yeah that's and Almarone takes on the cup. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I, 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 now I want Celtics-Lakers, like, bad, just so we can also be a season sweep just against one city. That'd be pretty good. That would be... <laughs> LA would, it would have to be a like a sports town though that'd make it even better like if it was like man like y'all got Philly up out of here like four straight like in every sport but like in LA it's like yeah we don't really care they don't care about the Rams at all but there are a yeah. lot of Dodgers and Lakers fans no for sure I'm, I, I want people to care about the Clippers I don't know if it's gonna happen it's not gonna happen good if they shake and go on his own <laughs> But, like, the – we – I don't know if it's been top since, but when the Red Sox beat the Cardinals in 4 it allowed us to – we beat the Hawks when they were in St. Louis. We beat the Rams in one and mm-hmm. we beat the Blues back in, I don't know, the 60s or some shit. Uh, so we, we had that city sweep to the point where they don't even have all those teams anymore. Yeah, it looks like that. That's decades apart. For sure, but it's still the only time that's. I don't know if it's happened since. I just know that was the first time it had happened. But mm. doing it all in the same 365 to the Lakers, um, Rams, who definitely don't count, Dodgers, but, yeah. and Dodgers would be. That would be pretty good. Yeah, I think I could just walk into anyone's home in LA and just claim it as my own. They wouldn't even be there, man. They out on the beach. That's the beauty of LA. That's why everybody loves it. Like, hey. <laughs> You're in my house now. <laughs> now, what happened? Like, did anything happen with Gurley? Seriously? Like, was he? Nothing's did come, out. come out. Nothing's yeah. come out yet that I've seen. He um, he had that one long run that was taken back by a like hands to the face or holding. Uh, so yeah. that was that was tough, and he looked very disgruntled when he saw the flag down. Understandably so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nah, man. Because it wasn't like at least in the other games, C.J. Anderson was cooking. So it was like, well, why would right. we go away from this? He was not cooking, and no one was cooking in this game. Now, nah, but even th- it was like, I, like C.J. Anderson didn't cook. Wow, color me surprised. You mean the guy that wasn't employed for three of the four <laughs> NFL months? What, like uh, you, the steam ran out? Wow. Yeah. But it, like he just he had an awful day. Like they didn't get ten carries, thirty-five yards, but one of those was a sixteen-yarder. Right. So it's like, again, he really had, like, nine carries, 19 yards. He had one catch for negative one yard. Yeah. Like, he just – he wasn't a factor, like, at all. No. And people were saying it's like he can't – I love it. Like, Gurley's been good now. Everybody's just turned on the, like, reigning – or the offensive player of the year. Yeah. From last year. It's like, well, he can't pass block. And he doesn't break tackles. And he's not that good of a pass catcher. I'm like, hey, listen, you're not wrong, but, man, oh, man, it turns quick. Real quick, but yeah. it's like the Rams. Like the Rams didn't have like that person to just run like a quick route, like Cup would. It's like they tried to throw passes like Gurley and Anderson, but those guys just aren't like pass catchers, like natural, like not like the Edelman, not right. like the like even Rex Burkhead, man. Burkhead, you got to give him some credit, man. He shit it all over James White in that game. Well, James White clearly ran over someone's dog or something. I don't know how or why he was written out of the game plan, but. The first pass, yeah, he, shit. the first pass he uh, 
got thrown to him was a bounce pass from Brady that their blockers were set up. Like, that was it was a play we've run a billion times. I can't imagine how many times they've run it in practice. Brady fucking. So you're telling me if that was Edelman, it would have hit him right in the numbers? Wow. <laughs> Probably. Hmm. Oh, man. There were a couple <laughs> deep shots to Chris Hogan yesterday, and I was like, why can't you just be Josh Gordon? Why? Yeah, does he get? You think he gets a like? I know they vote on it, but like, you think he gets a ring? Thousand percent. Yeah, thousand percent. I would be shocked if he yeah, he, he played ten games. He played six, seven games. Like, ten. He played ten. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, he definitely. I didn't think it was that long. Was no, he, he put up like seven hundred and fifty yards or something with us. Yeah, I didn't because I figured he. I thought he missed like a couple with the Browns. Then he got traded, and I was like, well, he. I feel like he missed a couple then. Then he got cooked. Yeah, I'm looking it up just because every time I look at it, 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 it shocks it's me nice. how it's often. Get a ring. Let's see. Yeah, 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 41 catches, 737 yards, four touchdowns. I'm trying to see how many like, actual <laughs> out injury suspension. No, 11 getting out for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he. Yeah, I, I just didn't think he. That's on me. And he played one with the Browns, so he just played a lot more. More this year than I thought he did. Yeah, Josh Gordon had, like, a good season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he average, like, 18 or 19 yards per catch with the Patriots, didn't he? he? Yeah, in his one game with the Browns, he had one catch for 17 yards, a touchdown. Then 40 catches, 720 yards, three touchdowns, 18 yards a catch. Yeah. So, yeah, he only caught touchdowns with the Browns and averaged between 17 and 18 yards a catch when he was not being suspended. <laughs> That's like a, that's like a Brandon Cook season, like eleven hundred, like over sixteen, eleven hundred yards. Not that's that many touchdowns, but I'm stretching the field. Buddy, we would have won thirty to three if Josh Gordon plays in that game. I promise you, it would. <laughs> I, I, yeah, they surprisingly they didn't have to defend Hogan deep. They if they had put no one on Hogan, if they had just let him alone, he would have had the exact same impact on the game, the exact same. Like a. You sure you want to just leave him wide open, Wade? Let's let's make him connect. Oh, first. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, what happened with his little hat? Well, hey, listen, Wade Phillips had his dad game. <laughs> Sean McVay's dad game stunk. Sean McVay, for listen, if 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 we're gonna sarcastically call Brad Stevens boy genius, Sean McVay doesn't even get that respect. Oh no. And that's why I was like, man, oh man, the Bengals about to pay his quarterback, his 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 henchman. <laughs> Like, no, listen, hey, Wade, it's like me and my coat and my hat. Like, we held up our end of the bargain. Jared, you should have wore the hat. Todd, (laughs) you should have wore this coat. Sean, maybe maybe your dad should have been cooler, so you'd want to do a tribute to him. McVeigh was, I mean, yikes. That's, okay, like, even, so if the Patriots were doing that all game, like, okay, it's about adjustments, right? So, yeah, if you are a boy genius, it's. Okay, they're doing that. Then let me, I'll send you to the line with three plays. Two of them are fake. Like we got to do something, or like get hand signals involved. Like anything other than well, they shut the headsets off because that's the NFL rules. We're fucked. Like even honest, a guy. It was like they rushed for three point four yards of carry as a team, but Gurley had three point five. Like even if it's like I don't, we're not getting yards through the air. Like even if we're getting three and a half from Gurley, maybe we can get to like third and. Four, like third and three, third and four, make something happen. They got a couple penalties on third down, which like saved them. Oh yeah, big time. And I want to look at the final number because 
I remember when Lamar Jackson had a first half like that. Oh boy! It was like you you got to go to the backup quarterback. Oh boy! Who even is their backup I'm, quarterback? Listen, I don't know because it was never suggested. <laughs> and I, I maybe golf was better. It, that's fine. It wasn't by much. Sean Mann. Yeah, I was gonna guess Mannion. I mean, they. Like he didn't have a Super Bowl MVP like Flacco, so I, I, I get that part of it. But They but. punted eight, the first eight drives they had the ball. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I couldn't believe like it. It felt like, like Goff was itching to turn the ball over. The Rams in general didn't even have to come from Goff, but the Rams were itching to turn yeah. the ball over. And then they just kept punting, and I was like, all right, maybe, the, like, maybe these are the turnovers, and we're about to get, like, shredded deep and then they had that and then Jason McCourty <laughs> ran faster than any humans ever run and that was on Goff too because he just had to throw that I don't know five seconds earlier because Cooks was open like setting up a camp like waiting for yeah, like, I'm, I'm still here like feel free. Well, it was like Goff's like I'm taking my time I've got to put it on the money and Cooks was like no 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 just put it up <laughs> yeah, just, like I, I've got nothing but like left to right to run right yeah I, you could throw it 20 yards behind me, but since you, I'm so far away from you, I can fully stop and run and go catch this. He's like, I'm very fast. This is what. <laughs> this is how I got this open. <laughs> this is how I got this job. This is how I got this lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> and man, oh man. Like again, I know I can't go back because Lamar, yeah, I can't go. I was going to say, Lamar even cooked at the end. Golf didn't do that, so. But man, oh man, if you really are doing that with eight straight drives, like the entire first half, and you don't know if Gurley's hurt or not, and I don't know. Do you like? Do you honestly consider your backup? Because I know it was never discussed, and maybe it shouldn't have been. Yeah, no, I don't think I do because like our offense was so good all year. Like it's Belichick, it's it's the Patriots, like, it's our right. first time here. Like, I, that would feel too overreactionary. I, but I also didn't think taking Lamar out was a smart idea, so. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I was on it then, and I wouldn't have touched golf last night. But I'm just saying it was the same excuses. People like, you can't, he's, incom- like, he's incompetent. Right. But the score is still close enough that one drive could make a difference. Definitely. I just think if so, I just think yeah. if you saw Sean Mannion warming up, Belichick would have just like taken his headset off, been like, "Well, this game's over." We yeah, hey Flores, hey, uh, <laughs> take it over, man. We, we had a good run, Bubba. Hey Josh, stop the car, man. We, we, we're gonna be traffic. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, six for Brady. I don't. It's like the people love to talk about his numbers. People didn't want to hear shit about his numbers last year. They weren't having it at all when he <laughs> threw for 505 yards and four touchdowns or whatever the fuck it was. So At loss is what he threw for. That's what I mean, yeah. So as he gets the win, uh, numbers aren't good enough. <laughs> right. Gets the loss, sets right. all these records, and uh, no one wants to talk about that. He lost. So yeah, I, no, that's if we're not going to talk about the numbers last year, I don't want to hear it for this year. Like, guy got the win, and he threw a fucking dimes to Gronk to win the game. Gronk, Gronk's the third healthiest human being on the planet behind Kawhi and Boogie. He's looking very spry. <laughs> Real spry. Like, he's... Once he started doing the thing where he's running, he's just holding the ball like a tennis ball. <laughs> like he's just looking to like somebody's head to run. To the, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this guy's here. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, this is Gronk Gronk. And like that was it was like Tom Brady looked awful. But I feel like every catch Edelman had was like a great throw. 
and he led Gronk into like some beauties. The someone had it earlier. Brady was like fourteen for seventeen when targeting them two. No, it has to be okay. higher than that. Thanks. I think it was like 19 for 23 because Edelman had, what, 14? Yeah, Edelman was 10 for 12 and Gronk was 6 for 7. So, yeah, 16 and 19. Yeah, so he was – everyone else he threw to, like fucking Chris Hogan and James White, which I still don't know (laughs) why James White was – I don't know. I'll never know. He threw threw twice to Burkhead and twice to uh, Patterson, hit on all those, one of four of James White for five yards. Sonny 0 for 2. I don't even remember him being targeted to pass games. Those were like – the first, yeah. Well, it was like the first option wasn't there, so Brady just threw it at like his feet type plays. Uh, yeah. So I don't even know if I would consider those real targets. Yeah. Um, Hogan's not even on here. It was like, those aren't real targets. <laughs> yeah, there must have some sort of confusion going on here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know what Hogan's contract situation is. Uh, he was good in the Falcons game. I'm all set moving forward. <laughs> he did nothing this year. Yeah, I gotta get a what's my man? Uh, UMass and, uh, Isabella. Oh boy, I would love Isabella. If you turn, yeah, turn him into Isabella, you in there? I mean, Isabella's wide receiver one in this draft, so I'd be I'd be swooning if we got Isabella. I don't know. Is that a good thing though? Wide receivers in the draft kind of stink. I well, want him to be like wide receiver six. Well, he's only, I'm the only person who has him as wide receiver one. So, mm. so I believe he is like wide receiver eight for everyone else. <laughs> Kuiper's going to steal this tape. I'm fine with that. I blogged it weeks ago because he, he announced that he's been training with Randy Moss. And I was like, that's all. Mm-hmm. UMass and Randy Moss? Yeah, this is the best receiver in the draft. I don't want to hear anyone else. He, Randy's the one person I didn't see this week that I wanted to. Yeah. Didn't run into Randy. Yeah. <sighs> Next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's uh. Yeah, I can't imagine. This is the other thing I was thinking, too. Like, I don't understand why, unless you're from Boston and, like, our age, why you would like the NFL. Because if if you're not from Boston, you don't like the Patriots. And they've been in nine Super Bowls (laughs) this millennium. And they've won six of them. And it's just like, well, everyone hates this goddamn team. At least last year, like, I can see why people like last year's Super Bowl. The Eagles finally won. Patriots lost. It was a high-scoring affair. Watching last night's fucking Iowa-Wisconsin game was, I can't imagine, like, if you're a Rams fan, you don't exist, so it doesn't matter. And if you're just a fan of one of the other 30 teams, like, what a what a horrible night to be a football fan. Yeah. Nah. Like, Thund- <laughs> Thunder Celtics played a better game yesterday than the Super Bowl. Not easily. I've watched. I mean, Kentucky played 10 better football games. Kentucky <laughs> basketballs played better games than that yesterday. That game, again, I, I I did like the first half, but I thought the second half was like, oh, man, like it's somebody. And I kept thinking it was going to happen. I was like, okay, like Edelman and Gronk are still, like they're still getting loose. Sonny's running. It's like golf is connecting on a couple and then nothing. nothing. A punt. A punt. But, yeah. Uh, congrats to the Patriots. I thought, uh, like, the Dolphins should be hype, right? Like, Flores. Big time. Yeah, like, Flores showed his ass in that game. The whole playoffs, really. Like, the second half against yeah. the Chiefs, the Chiefs became the Chiefs again. I'm not going to hold that against him. Like, he held off the dogs for the entire first half. And part of He's that. Like, I did what I could, man. Yeah. Part of that was the offense keeping Mahomes stapled to the bench for the first, like, nine minutes of the game, just getting him, like, actually, like, freezing cold. Yeah. 
But, yeah, they – I mean, they forced a bunch of three and outs um, in that first half. The Chargers we dismantled. Uh, so, yeah, Flores I, – I don't know – and I'm sure someone's going to be like, oh, three or oh, four. Someone's going to park in, like, the, the Peyton Manning three interception game, something like that. But, like, this feels like the best Patriot defensive playoff run of all of them. I mean, maybe oh, one since that was, like, the greatest show on turf and, yeah. like, Brady wasn't Brady yet. But, I mean, Brady – wasn't exactly like like he had a good he had a really good season but it's like playoffs like sony had three touchdowns against uh the chargers and then burkhead had what two last week against it or two weeks ago against the chiefs and yeah. sony had another one uh and he threw that red zone interception to gronk he threw that interception when he was targeting fucking hogan in the first quarter of the super bowl <laughs> hell yeah so i don't like brady obviously was just the fact that he's on the field, like the other teams game planning for him all week, no matter what we're doing in the run game. So he obviously mm-hmm. has a major impact, but for sure, Flores and, and Belichick, for, I, like, I don't even know if Belichick practiced offense, like during the playoffs, he was like, just fucking run the ball. I don't give a shit. We're just going to, yeah, we'll, he's like, we'll figure, just do what they don't like. Uh, just let Tom uh, call yeah. it. As he sees it. <laughs> yeah, he's, we, he's got it. He's fine. But we're just, yeah, we're just going to clamp up everyone. Like, you see this Mahomes motherfucker? We got to figure him out. We got, uh, like, either the Rams or the Saints we got to figure out. Like, we got a lot of shit to work on. And motherfucker, they had three. They gave up three points in the Super Bowl to Sean McVay. Yeah, that's why it it might be the best because the way it ended, like, it's three points for the boy genius, the guy that I'm looking right now at these new hires. Three people got their jobs directly this year because of Sean McVay's influence. Like Zach Taylor on his staff. Right. And then like LaFleur and Kingsbury, it's like these guys are just so handsome. Like they're so innovative. They have to be the next McVay. And it's like, boy, oh boy. Like I, I see why, like if, cause if the guy hits, like the Rams are still in amazing shape. So it's, if it hits, you're good. But I don't know. Like, why would you not, I guess, try to, like, if the Dolphins just have floors, like, okay, he just takes care of the defense. Like, can we try to find McVay to be the offensive coordinator, not the head coach first? Yeah, just someone. Right. Like, what if Zach Taylor was going from the Rams quarterback coach and Brian Flores was like, yo, just, like, come be my McVay for the Dolphins first. That's when I'd be like, oh, shit. Like, okay. Like, that's a staff I, I'd be afraid of. I know he's taking the Patriots quarterback coach. Who, okay. Uh, was given a lot of credit for working. Like he hasn't done shit with Tom, but he's worked a lot right. with um, Jacoby and um, Jimmy. Jimmy, okay, true. So I don't know what I can't remember what his. I think he's just going to be a quarterback coach there too. But I mean, they're bringing mm-hmm. in a new quarterback, so that feels important. Um, Are they cutting Tannehill? Did, like, did they say? Or oh yes. Yeah. Wow, I think it's gonna be good for the both of them. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know who's going to take Tannehill. He might be a backup somewhere, but... Oh, buddy. Listen, just you wait. I mean, I'm sure he will be starting somewhere, but it's a bad idea. Of course. Sam Bradford got $20 million <laughs> this year. Somebody's going to be like, listen, we couldn't get Bradford. We got to get Tannehill. It's going to be like Denver. They're just going to keep bringing in these shitty-ass yeah. quarterbacks. Dana's going to be buying their jersey. Three years, $75 million, guaranteed. <laughs> no, you're right. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. Yuck. But yeah, like I'm looking like of these new hired coaches, 
And like Arians feels different. Like he has a track record of success. Correct. Gase has has a track record. There's no doubt about it. But everybody else, like Kingsbury, I, I'm good. Zach Taylor, again, he might be, but he's going from quarterback coach. He's responsible for some of these three points too to oh, yeah. head coach. It's also like he, you need a good front office. It's the Bengals, dude. Like you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna get the the help you need. Freddie Kitchens, I, like they should be hyped about him. Like he's yeah. the best name of these so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fangio, like sure. Like again, just do the same. Like try to find your McVeigh, Matt Lafleur, I guess. We'll see. Yeah, and then Flores. Like I would feel happy about Kitchens, Flores, and Fangio. Fangio. Yeah. 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 And no. Gates and the rest. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, Flores was a monster. All playoffs. And it wasn't like I mean he's been in the in New England for a while, like working under Patricia and everything, so he just stepped up. He moved gradually up like we've been talking about with all these other guys. So yeah. I do see success for him. It's the first time I've taken Miami seriously. Like ever. Yeah, like and that yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's like that's a big step Mm -hmm. because again like when these coordinators in the past went somewhere like you didn't you weren't like oh shit we got to pay attention to the lions now no but so if this is like if they do this and if they just nail quarterback i want them to go kyler man so fucking bad they might i mean they're certainly on the table for them i feels like a better option than 20 million Tannehill, boy i know I don't know. Does he have his offensive coordinator? I don't know. Because I know, like, that. I don't even think he's technically signed the contract yet. I think they've agreed in principle. But, see, this is the other thing, too, that I feel like has happened. When all your coordinators take those meetings, like, went during that bye week or just during the playoffs in general, they're not as focused, like, as they should be on the game. That's just like. Like, the timing does always feel weird. Right. It's like. Yo, can you literally just give me like seven days? Like you'll have all my undivided attention. Right. And I'm like, I need to hire now. Right. I don't. I've never understood the rush. Like, yeah. This is why bad teams stay bad. They're like, no, we need to hire you today, or we're gonna move on to our second candidate. Like, why? Why would you do that? Like, well, clearly you don't like this. Like fucking Dana with the chicks. Like, why yeah. would you even think that way? Like, no, you're our guy. Yeah, we'll wait. Like, if you're serious about being a head coach, we're serious about hiring you. Yeah. yeah I'll never understand. Um the rush that they all put on themselves. So yeah, Flores, uh, but that's like the Rams. Like it, it doesn't shock me that Wade Phillips was prepared because he's not fucking going anywhere and their offense wasn't. Yeah. So who's their offense? Like, do they even have offensive coordinator? Like, is it just McVay? Cause he calls the plays, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Also, they, he didn't have his hold back guy. He said he didn't have his what? Have you not seen he has, like, a guy who holds him back because he just, like, wanders onto the field? Oh, uh, yeah. His one, yeah, where the hell was that guy? He was sick. He didn't even make the flight. Hmm. Feels like a guy that McVeigh was lost without his holdback guy. Hey, I'm just saying. Sound like Boy Genius needs everything perfect to run, too. Man, they, like, and that's fine, too. But it was painted as, like, oh, no, he's the one creating the perfection. Right. I'm looking. It said he's Flores expected to announce Chad O'Shea, who's the he's the current wide receivers coach for the Patriots. Okay, he's been here a long time too. Yeah, so he's been here since 2009, 
as the wide receivers coach. Before that, it was with the Vikings. Yeah, for three years. Chiefs for three years. Southern Mississippi for three years. Wow. Almost seems like he got to work his way up through the ro- Man, oh, man. This makes me uh, incredibly nervous that Belichick's about to pull, like, a Parcells and just take, like, a president of the Miami Dolphins-type role. Oof. Maybe. He Which, just brings Brady. What if... <laughs> Would you just be a Patriots fan then, honestly? Yeah, I would. Yeah, like, uh, it's too much shock, man. Like, go on, just ride it out. Yeah, I'd be like, well, how could I complain after all these years? It would be, I'd yeah. be like, well, this fucking stinks, but, yeah, I wouldn't be like, I'm not with the Patriots anyway. I would. I'd be in Miami, man. <laughs> teal. If they brought their throwbacks back, it would be a different conversation. That'd be Flores, it's first matter of business. Yeah, hey, McVay, listen, he, he, he lost that game when he picked the blue throwbacks. If he had picked the white throwbacks, we lose that game, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I don't know. Donald just looks scarier in those. Donald, uh, how he, I don't know, what, like when, when he was, I, I thought he was going to have a lot much larger impact. I'm not saying he had no impact on the game because there were a couple times he mm-hmm. picked Tom Brady up and spiked him into the ground, but mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be unblockable, so shout out. Dante Scarnecchia, who pitched a perfect game all playoffs. All playoffs. Now, he, I mean, he had his input. Like, that was the point. It's like, we have to just, like. Limit it. Yeah, this is, yeah, just do some stuff. And to their credit, they were able to limit it. Scarnecchia retired after the Seahawks Super Bowl. He's our offensive line coach. He retired after the Seahawks Super Bowl. The next year is when we went into Denver, and Von Miller had, I don't know, like 20 sacks. Mm hmm. I'll never forget him just literally just pushing grown men just backwards for <laughs> several months. Like, they knew he was coming, too. <laughs> he was telling them. He's like, hey, I'm going to go hit that guy behind you. Yeah. He's like, oh, boy. And then I'm pretty sure Belichick and Kraft, like, immediately they left that game and they pulled a Draymond and they just got went right to Skarnacki's house. They were like, listen, we we just need you to coach our line. Like, that's all we need. Like, we'll figure everything else out. We need the line. And he came back, immediately beat the Falcons. And then we lost last year. Which, there was only one sack, if I remember correctly. It when did a, that happen? It must have been a, the, first quarter, the first quarter. It was a very uh, important play, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... No, for sure. I'll Listen, take yeah, one sack. For sure. If you know that going in, then you take it 100 times out of 100. Right, yeah, like the Rams would take 13 points 100 times out of 100. Like, those are just things you, you'd sign up for. For sure. you got to figure out the rest on the other end. Yeah, or you don't and get smoked. Yeah, it happens. What's crazy is this was the Patriots' largest margin of victory in the Super Bowl. I did see that. I was like, wow. And it could have been larger. That's oh. like, I mean, like, just from, like, Gostowski, who's automatic, just missing it. that. Over their last eight quarters of Super Bowling, they were plus two. <laughs> like, what? like they, they they lose by eight, they win by ten in a game where they scored uh, twenty less points. Eight points. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? They lose forty-one thirty-three. Brady has this historic night. They win thirteen to three. It's uh, I'll never be able to figure out the Super Bowl, and I see it every year. Mm-hmm. Nah, I think I I really want Belichick in Miami now. Just like Pat, Pat Riley, just like yo, bro, it's great. It's awesome. Like you already got all everything. You got all these. B- 
Bill Parcells, come in here and talk rap with right. us for a second. He's like, I don't know what about my legacy. He's like, bro, I'm a Laker for life, bro. I just <laughs> like my aunt. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think Pat Riley. I think of the Lakers. Like, yeah, and I'm I mean, sure other people think of the Knicks yeah. too. Like, either way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, yeah, you create whatever you want. So, but and if you win, that's even better, man. Yeah, that's so, just icing on the like, cake. Yeah. Huh? That's just icing on the cake at that point. Like, you've yeah. already, yeah, Belichick's legacy in New England's good forever. Like, there's. Anyone who would ju- would jump off and be like, "No, I'm not with this team anymore," like those, which is gonna happen. I know that's gonna happen. Oh, for sure. Those people stink. Now Belichick just goes there. He's like, "Listen, get me foals." <laughs> Do you see the Eagles are planning on franchising him and trading him? I saw. I... Does that mean they can only trade for like two first round, or can they like still negotiate it? That's what I don't understand about. The franchise like off the tag yeah i don't fully understand if you can like extend them or anything yeah uh but it's also like you're trading for a quarterback that can only make 20 million dollars for one year now so that seems to drive like the price of the trade down but can't they like i thought that was part like once he gets there he can negotiate like an extension it must like if he wants to yeah i think so. i i would hope so yeah no otherwise it sounds like he didn't they probably offered him some under-the-table money for that buyout, and he was like, no. He was like, all right, you're going to make us play legal. Yeah, don't blame him. Not at all. I get it. I just don't know what – I don't know. I don't know what the trade market – like, I, I'd rather pay Nick Foles $20 million than Sam Bradford or Ryan Tannehill. Right. Yeah. I'd rather not pay it to – Sam Bradford at all, if that's really what I'm saying. Yeah, I wouldn't want to pay him just legal currency for, like, to reshingle my roof. It's like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if he'd be a good backup, man. Like, he's, he keeps getting hurt. He's not that good. Like, is that what you want? (laughs) Correct. And he's like a backup where enough of your fan base is dumb enough to be like, if your regular quarterback stinks, be like, hey, maybe we should give this guy another try. He's the number one overall pick. I'm just saying, he's the number one. Right. Yeah, no, he had the completion record for a while. Like, these are things people forget. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, football done. Only basketball moving forward. Ty Law in the Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Trying to Who all did make the Hall of Fame? Like, I, Ty, did Isaac Bruce make it? That's really no, all. No, sure didn't. Damn it. That's really, yeah. It was Ty Law, um, Champ Bailey, Ed Reed. Ed Reed. There was a lineman. I can't remember which one. I feel like this in- information is on the internet, maybe? Probably. And uh, No, I saw... We saw Ed Reed at the party, and he just had on the oh, I saw. Hall of Fame in before it was announced. I was like, man, oh, man. Well, they... they had, over, like, a Super Bowl ring. They announced the, um, like, the times that it was spent everyone debating. Like, because they do it... They don't do it like ballots. They, like, will put you your picture up. And just like talk about you for however long, and Ty Laws. Was, I kind of like that. Yeah, Ty Laws was the longest. Like they announced this before they announced who got in, so Ty Law was the longest that was debated, and I thought that meant for sure he was not in. Like if you're talking about someone mm-hmm. that long, like that doesn't sound like Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, his was like 27 minutes and something. Did they show like what the people were saying? No, they just like, uh... they just released the times. Um. Well, they, I think I would pay to hear what they were like. Some of the, I would just want to hear these debates. They reported that Ron Borges, who is a Patriots writer who 
um, was like the first to report the demise of the Patriots. And when I say first, mm-hmm. I mean like 2003. Like, okay, so he was on it early. Yeah, and he hasn't given it up yet. <laughs> he's going to be right one of these days. Correct, and he's going to be – I'll give him his credit. He'll be the first one that gets it. But he apparently made like a very impassioned speech, and he also acquired a letter from, I think, Brady and it was either Kraft or Belichick, like so two of those three, as to why Ty Law deserves to be a Hall of Famer, and that was I, I don't know how long those letters were, but that would apparently get it done. Uh, well, again, good, much like very much deserved. And Ed Reed was two minutes and two seconds, so I assume they just went around the room like, "Yep, mm-hmm, sure is." Uh, yeah, I assume there were what two minutes of technical difficulties. <laughs> so yeah, Champ Bailey, who deserted Pat Bowlin. Well, I'm. I think I saw. I'm surprised he's not already in. Gil Brandt, Tony Gonzalez, yeah, Ty Law, Kevin Mawai. Um, well, I, I feel like we've discussed a couple years, so I'm. I thought he would get in. This, I guess this feels right. Ed Reed, Johnny Robinson, Isaac Bruce should be in the Hall of Fame, and Edron James as well. Edron James should also be in the Hall of Fame, and that's why it's. It's like, did Edelman? Uh, Lock it up last night. It's like man, he can't lock up nothing until no. Isaac Bruce is in. The, like that's a travesty. That's yeah. not personal bias either because he he retired like top three at like everything. Correct. Won a ring, but, made it to another one. So it wasn't like he didn't have like some playoff credentials. Correct. Like uh, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Agreed. Same with Adrian James. Yeah. And I had other people trying to say. Because uh, I said now that Ty Law's in and I don't have to fight that fight anymore, I was going to move all my attention to Edwin James and Isaac Bruce. And I had a lot of Patriot fans being like, "What about Richard Seymour?" And I was like, "Listen, Richard Seymour." And to be to Seymour's credit, I didn't realize how many All Pros he had and Pro. Yeah, no, Seymour was a beast. He yeah. was, but his counting numbers when you're when you're the edge rusher or when you're the edge for the Patriots, you're not a rusher. You ju- you literally just set the edge, and if you fall right. into a sack, great. Yeah. Um. Seymour has two less career sacks than Aaron Donald in seven more years. Aaron Donald, I'd put him in the Hall of Fame right now. I agree, but it's like he, he, that guy's an interior rusher; like he's not even supposed to do that. Like, right. <laughs> uh, like Chandler Jones has like twenty more career yeah. sacks and less time. So again, if if the Pro Football Hall of Fame is going to start looking at things like, no, he made all. I think he might have been all decade. I don't know. But if they're going to look at things like the all pros and not counting numbers, then Richard Seymour's got a great case. If they're yeah. looking at counting numbers for a defensive end, I don't see how he gets in. It's like yeah. he, he has no double-digit sack seasons. I think his highest was eight and a half, if I remember from what I was looking at the other day. 57 and a half career. And listen, Rich Seymour was a monster on those Patriots teams, and I didn't get to watch his Oakland years uh, as closely because it was the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but even there, like he couldn't put up in a different system, put up double-digit sacks. So I, if they're going to, look- I'm like I'm looking at he made what he made two Pro Bowls and an All Pro in Oakland. So yeah. he was still he was still cooking. Like he was still play- yeah he was still playing. So if you yeah, I agree because it's. He was three, four, so their sack numbers like don't feel. If you are only going by that, then that's completely missing. Which they probably do. That's well, hopefully, yeah. All those old guys are, you know, about to check out. 
Like, yeah, Steve Atwater didn't make it. I would have had him in. But sadly, didn't make it. It was his third time. Bruce didn't. Eric Coriel didn't make it. I thought he would get in. Alan Fanica, Steve Hutchinson, no. Edge is three. He no. John Lynch, six. I, I feel like I keep thinking he's already in. Yeah, Rondé Barber should be in, too. Is he on the bat? Is he on the bat next year? He was on is it this not- year. He didn't make the finalists, though. The fin- uh, this was this was Seymour. I could see Seymour getting in. I'd be fine with it. I've yeah. listen. Put all the early to get Troy Brown in there. I have no problem with all of it. Yeah. Okay. And then it's like now does Edelman? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. We're getting we're getting the whole gang in there. I got no beef with it. Yeah. Listen. I will never complain. Hightower. I say Hightower. Devin McCordy. Gilmore. Like Johnny Robinson, who I don't know who that is. He got in Jackie, like you fool. <laughs> oh shit, that's him. That's the guy. No, he got in on like seventh. Like I could see Seymour getting in on a, on a like sixth or seventh time. Yeah, if they want to look at just like what he was able to do to another team's running game just by standing up your left tackle and being like, "You're not going anywhere, pal." Then yeah, he yeah. should probably be in. Uh, if they're not going to look at it that way and they're going to hold the sacks against him, I think it's going to be really tough. Right now, let's see. I feel like Johnny Robinson probably should have been in, man. Shit, Super Bowl champion. Oh, wait a minute. One Pro Bowl, yeah. Mm. One Pro Bowl, one All-Pro. One-time interception lead. Okay, here we go. Six-time AFL All-Star. Okay. Seven seven All-AFLs. Here we go. Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, he had 57 picks, two defensive touchdowns, and 15 offensive touchdowns. Pretty good. He retired yeah, retired in 1971, and they were like, yeah, okay, maybe he should finally be in. Congrats to Johnny. <laughs> Who's still alive, so. Good. Fucking good. Congrats to me and you on our Super mm-hmm. Bowl. We did good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace, Tom. Yes. Rest in peace, Porter. Yes. Rest in peace, Bo. Yes. Car Cares Fund for Flint. Smash that donation button, please, and thank you. Shout out please. Chris Long for winning Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. We'll get yes. him next year. We will. Chris Long also. Come, come for your ass, Chris Long. You better do even more good than you did this year, buddy. Oh, hey, listen, if that guy's thinking I about doing it. <laughs> yeah, he won't do it. He cowardice. I'll put my finger. I'll get a ladder, climb it, and put my finger to his nose and challenge him. Bring Howie too. I wanna I wanna yeah. I wanna get Kyle in there too. The long family, the three time uh men of the year <laughs> never happened. Never ever. Uh yeah, we'll see you guys later this week.